This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker Podcast. My name is Basement Jerry. You know, I've always said that I would do this podcast until the wheels fell off. And I stand here before you with Rich Riz as we both, we are tribal chief lists for two weeks in a row. We don't know where he is or where he's gone, but he'll come back. And when he comes back, we'll be waiting with open arms. But right now, we are itching like crackheads. So come with us, the Basement Bookers Podcast, as we bring you fake news about real sports entertainment, highlights from Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night NXT, Wednesday Night Rampage, Wednesday Night Dynamite, Friday Night Rampage, Friday Night SmackDown. So much wrestling, so little time. Let's get on! So much wrestling and so little time, indeed. I would like to take this moment to acknowledge our tribal chief in absence or not, wherever he may be, whatever he is doing, attending to his head of the table business, as we are the official podcast of the Isle of Relevancy, until anyone tells us, tells us otherwise. I am Rich Theriz. I bring the news, generally. I That's what I do. you, goddammit. You did. I didn't hear my name, but I might not have uh, just not remembered it. That uh, happens. You know what? I'm not going back. <laughs> we don't go back. We go forward to talk about stuff that already happened. I'm not going back, but That's only right. when talking about things that happened. Yes. I'm not going there. I'm right. talking about there. That's what That's we're here to things. do. It is. It is. It is. And... What a week. It's been a week. Yeah, it feels, it's been a week. It wow. feels it feels like it's been so much longer just because of everything that has allegedly been happening. It's been 7 days. It's been 7 days. We had double or nothing. We had drama before it, during it, after it, injuries. It's all a work. It is. It is. That's my verdict. We're going to get to that. The, that's actually the first bit of news here. PWInsider.com first reported last Saturday night after we recorded. They waited for us, damn it. Uh, they reported that MJF missed his scheduled meet and greet at AEW FanFest, uh, adding that AEW management was unable to get in touch with him, and, quote, there has been a feeling that MJF hasn't been on the same wavelength of late behind the scenes with AEW management. News later broke that a, f- a flight was booked out of Vegas in NJF's name for Saturday night. AEW then pulled their promotional tweet for the MJF versus Wardlow match. Sean Ross Sapp later reported that MJF arrived at Double or Nothing shortly before his match and left immediately after it. In the post-pay-per-view media scrum, Tony Khan said, Quote, I've got a lot of stuff from the pay-per-view that I can comment on, but I'm not going to comment on that regarding the MJF situation. FightfulSelect.com later reported that MJF and Tony Khan had a meeting on Tuesday to get on the same page, 
and that at the very least the situation didn't start out as a work. It should be noted that uh, Sean Rossap said on his podcast this week that the best way to get the dirt sheets to report on a work as if it's a shoot is to have the insiders leak mostly truths. That's Sean Rossap basically saying insiders are telling him this, but he still thinks it's a work. And I'm on the same page there. This well, is a work. It's it, it's a work, obviously. And before we, you know, we addressed this. I just want to address uh, the 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 journalists, quote journalists, who uh, they go out there and they keep pulling up the ladder behind them. Mm-hmm. They don't. They go out there. And they know when the Basement Bookers podcast records. They know when the Basement Bookers podcast gets posted to iTunes. And their insecurity is very telling. It's deafening in their silence and their refusal to acknowledge the fact that they continue on a weekly basis to attempt to pull the ladder up behind them. Mm-hmm. To, get, to get their way up there and then cut us down and try to cancel us and try to try to get people to protest against basement bookers because basement bookers believe in wrestling because basement bookers love wrestling and because basement bookers cannot be bought. And I'm gonna, I got news for you, Meltzer, who deserves a Meltzer driver from hmm. an actual professional wrestler. You mean someone that was trained? In the art of professional wrestling? From a trained professional. And if I ever see you, sir, you will acknowledge the Basement Bookers podcast. You will wear the hat. You will wear the shirt. You will promote. By God. Anyway, uh, so what's your thoughts on uh, the whole situation there uh, before I give my um, two cents on that? So here's the thing. We have, in the past... Both commented on how Tony Khan is very often, especially at these uh, press conferences, he is his own worst enemy because he won't shut up about things. Like, he won't just keep his mouth shut. He'll say too much. And now, all of a sudden, uh, he says, I'm not going to comment on that situation. Really? After you go on a profanity-laden tirade that I, that I have here, about how C- how Eric Bischoff is wrong and that CM Punk is drawing him money. You do that. public. For, you're a billionaire bragging about how much money one particular talent is bringing you to just to shut up a troll that, yes, it's Eric Bischoff, but really he's not currently relevant. He doesn't have any power within the industry at the moment until you give him that power. You're going to do that, and you're going to say, I'm not going to talk about the MJF situation. That tells me it's a work. Because that's Tony Khan drawing lines and saying, basically acknowledging that he knows he can't shut up. So rather than say anything about it, he's going to say nothing. Because otherwise, he knows he's going to ruin it. You ruined it, damn it. That's number one. Number two, and we're going to fast forward, sort of. Um, well, I'll, yeah, because this is your, you gotta let, let everybody know how you feel about it, so you can go where you wanna go. Right, so on Rampage, this is after CM Punk suffered his injury, which we'll discuss, after MJF's, uh, pipe bomb, whatever that was. Did you put up a quote? A little bit, yeah. 
Um, after the after the uh, the cameras went out when they cut to commercial, CM Punk hobbles out, and MJF flees through the crowd. Like, what? A what was gonna happen? What was gonna happen? Are you scared he's gonna he's gonna talk to you? B obviously to your point, Jerry. You said this to me. Was that obviously maybe Punk was supposed to run him out of the arena, but because of his broken foot or whatever it is, we still don't know what exactly is broken. My guess it's his foot. I like I watched I watched it back. I didn't see like I saw him stumble and everything, uh, trying that top rope move. I don't know what he actually injured, but I I suspect it's his foot. Anyway, um. Could be one Mike. of those things like he's old now, so it's like one thing like affected another actual thing. You yeah, know? yeah, almost as if maybe he shouldn't be champ, and I'll get to that. I am absolutely going to get to that. But oh, it's going to be good. Oh I'm yeah, telling you guys, this is going to be a good episode. So maybe to your point, Punk was supposed to run MJF off, and it was supposed to look like. If Punk got to him, they'd come to blows, but MJF end, ends up escaping. But obviously what really happened was Punk hobbles out because he's injured, and MJF just still plays the part he was plan- he was planning on playing and runs off. Because yeah. obviously they were going to run it back, Punk versus MJF. This time it would have been for the title. Uh, look, honesty, uh, uh, honest, uh, honestly... Um... What they should have done is improvised. This proves that they don't, they're not very good at improvising. What they should have done, because it's an obvious work, because the CM Punk thing was last minute or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows what was supposed to happen if he wasn't injured? Right. Maybe they called an audible. What they should have did was have them get, it, get at each other's faces. It's like, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do? You're not gonna. You're not supposed to win this one. You want to see what happens or something? Just bleep all of it, mm-hmm. and have like, you know, security do their actual job. You know what I mean? Like, like for shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you wanted to be like, oh no, these aren't just fake enhancement talent. These are actual like venue people. You dress them like the venue people. Mm-hmm. You have them have like whatever the yellow shirts or whatever. Like they work for Daly's place. They're not wrestlers who are wearing staff shirts or whatever and getting thrown around. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you want to do this right, you just go all in. Mm-hmm. That's what they could have done. Um, personally, they could have saved themselves. All of this would have been saved trouble, and you can argue we wouldn't have got this promo and see MJF's, um, you know, see how it was. Because sometimes things have to happen the way they're supposed to in order for it to happen. I know that sounds really stupid, but hear me out. Because when this was announced and I heard about this, I'm like, why is he here? He sh- It should be at least just give it a week. Mm-hmm. Like if they didn't do it Wednesday, if this if Tony bulgy eyed Khan could wait to bust his load a week, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have to do this audible shit. Because mm-hmm. then you have the people talking even more. Like, wait, is he or not? And have a, you know, maybe they're like, oh, the dirt sheets will figure it out before then, that kind of thing. But you had the guy stretched out. Yeah, it w- it would have been, oh yeah, with the with the fucking upside down yeah, oxygen but, mask too. But the too. whole point of that was to put over what Wardlow did to him. Wednesday, he's all good, like he never had the match. Right, and to your point, calling an audible that you know they should have 
Like, let's say, because obviously the plan was to have MJF come out and everything. The audible could have been, now we wait. Now, let's not, MJF, you're not going out there. We're we're just going to have, we're going to do something else. Shivani say on commentary, well, MJF was supposed to be here. We, We were told he was on his way, but I guess he changed his mind. Boom. Done. More heel heat. And it adds more fuel to the fire that maybe it is a shoot. Hmm. And then you wait, you know, you you let the situation settle. You let Punk get whatever x-rays or whatever he needs to he needs to get to find out how serious the injury is, how long he's going to be out. You make that time. You then work with that timetable to figure out what you're going to do with MJF next week. If he's going to come out and cut the same promo or if you're going to hold off maybe a little longer. Give yourself that breathing time. They could have done that, and they didn't. Everything's go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Like, go, let's go, let's go now. Let's hot shot this shit. And now you got this thing. It's basically done. Mm-hmm. It's gone now. Mm-hmm. Like, what are they going to do? You're going to just give MJF paid time off to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to freeze your contract. Mm. So, how about that? <sighs> I'll be honest. And I'm kind of, I guess and I'll then talk have about MJF it. use his socials to just shit on them and try to get out of it. Yeah. With as much inside baseball as you could possibly give without giving away the game. Mm-hmm. Like talking about people, like calling them by their real names, mm-hmm. or like doing like so-and-so in the back or whatever, and this thing and that, you know. You can call Punk primetime Phil. Yeah, or, whatever. Like, I, I yeah. don't mean things like that. I mean, see, that to me is like... I don't know, like maybe not so much focus on Punk because that's part. Of, that's not really his problem. Like mm-hmm. it's a part of it. It's a huge part of it. But it's the fact that like Mark Henry makes more money than MJF, from what I'm hearing, to say it's time for the main event. He also does commentary on either Dark or Dark Elevation. But I do doesn't make it get any your, better. But I do get your point. Like he's busting his ass. Uh, he's making money. Mark Henry's not making money for AEW like MJF is making money for AEW. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I do want to point out that maybe not to what they're getting, but the veterans that AEW has kind of just to be there, they're kind they like they school the talent. Like not in any kind of formal way, but the point of having them there is after match pull them aside. This was this was good. I like what you did. That keep doing that. This is what you need to improve. Okay, but that doesn't mean they get to get paid more than the talent. I I, I already gave you that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's... <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm, I'm I'm putting some stink on it. All right. I'm mm-hmm. just not happy with that. I you know what I'm saying. And honestly, I think they reached a new deal. It's gonna they, he's gonna pay him more money. They yeah they had to have. Oh. Um, j- j- just to put this out there. Like before we even get to it, because we are we are gonna get to it. I did think the I thought I thought the promo was great. I thought it was very well delivered. At no point did I really say. No, nah, I can't say that. But at no point was I a hundred percent convinced that it was a shoot. I think a lot of it is truths. A lot of it does come from the heart. He does believe a lot of what he is saying. But MJF is going to MJF, and he is always working. 
the important part of the process, um, I'm not an expert, is to believe what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, we were just on Fortnite, and I just made up a story. It was and, fantastic. Like, you have to believe in the story. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that we did lose a friend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it's like, you if, if you believe it, then the people believe it. So what mm-hmm. MJF did is like an old acting thing is that he believed it. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. And I 100% think all of that came from what he really feels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a mixture of that and a lot of it. And I'm going to say another thing is a lot of people, but this might be controversial for a lot of the WWE crackheads. And like I say, I'm not singling out WWE because technically I am also a WWE crackhead, but not the fact that I attack AEW. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between an AEW fan and an AEW crackhead. We yeah. are wrestling fans. And, we are WWE and AEW fans. That's what I'm saying. You just don't have time to watch the you, rest of stuff. If you say, if, yeah, right. And if you say something bad, about one thing, the crackheads come after you. Right. The regular ones, they, they don't care. There's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. But it's be- it was 100 times better than the Miz's Talking Smack promo. Mm-hmm. It was 100% better because it was in front of a live crowd. And, uh, like, it was – he was that close to Daniel Bryan. If that was a shoot, he would have hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know. Did, did you notice the parallels with the pipe bomb, though? Yeah. I did, and that's part of why it's like, yeah, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm for, sure the for, whole punk thing was part of it. It was scripted mm-hmm. to be that way. Yep. And for anyone listening that maybe might not have, it was the the pot shots of Tony Khan. Uh, talk personal about him, and then the mic cutting off. Yeah, it was around the thing where he's like, talk about be a star. Mm-hmm. And then that's when. So about was, this whole anti-bully camp, because yeah. I rewatched that also. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, refresh my, myself. Yeah. And how like Vince is probably the biggest bully, or like there's mm-hmm. people like that there, or whatever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's interesting. People often try to hide um, their true selves that way. It's like, no, no, no. We're we're not for cancer. We're we're aware of it. You know, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. All, all in all, great promo. Um. MJF is gold. I think everything he said there, everything he touches turns to gold, is true. I think he, MJF is more valuable than like your Keith Lees, your Swerve Scots, certainly like Darby Allen. I won't, I won't necessarily say like Sting and Christian, believe it or not, because again, they bring that sort of experience, right? To where, like, simply their brain is helping the younger talent. But, like, your Ruby Soho's, your, much as I love her, Tony Storm. Your Johnny uh, Elites. Johnny Elite. Johnny Dark. Well, he's still Johnny Elite. He's still Johnny Elite. Because call... he did get beat on um, right, um, Dynamite. Right, but, you know. But, anyway. you know, God's yeah. favorite champion, so he came yep. back. Very good Miro promo, too, but we'll, we'll get to that. I I, wanna... I'm not going to go that far. You're over here talking about MJF, and then you're going to say Miro's promo was really good. Well, I... It kind of messes with your credibility right there. You went like – like, it was it was okay. Like, mm-hmm. he, the language barrier is still his enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, he still kind of stumbles, and it almost sounds like a, like a kid pretending to be tough or something. Mm-hmm. Or it was like, can't read his lines very well. <laughs> Mm. I kind of well, think I wa- I rewatched it. I rewatched it. I'm like yeah. I don't know about all this. 
I, I'm real. I'm really into the character that he's playing. Yeah, the character. I like it. Is good. It's better yeah. than his. It's his best character since before the tank. You know what I mean? Like, because after the tank and losing at WrestleMania, that was a wrap. Rusev Day was great, though. I'm talking about gimmicks to take serious. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like, you're right. Rusev Zero... Day was fun, but it wasn't necessarily good. Yeah, it was silly. Okay. It was yeah. silly. I have a Rusev Day shirt. You do. You know, um, but it's it, it's like because before that, all that stuff, he was a killer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like this guy. If you came out, listen, he's here. He's wrestling. You know. Obviously, he's paid his debt to society. You know, if we're having a conversation, you just said that to me. I'm like, wait, hold on, rewind that back. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. But like, yeah, that's right, that's right. He did. You know, like mm-hmm. if it, if it just turned out, yeah, man, he he might have beat those people to death, but he was in a bad place. You know, he did his time. Um, and it's fine. And you know, the families, you know, they accepted the apology. But like, oh, okay. So yeah, that was a pretty good match he was in. You see, like it mm. wouldn't bother you, right? Or other people was like, what the fuck did you just say? He what? <laughs> You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I get it, man. I get it totally. Yeah. And then and then this one, it's like, oh, yeah, he definitely did time. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, that's pretty believable. It just stop with the flexible hot wife bullshit. Let's stick to being a serious murderer. Yeah, um, I think I think it's better. The soul, like now, what do you say? He's going to come gonna come and stab his God in the eye or something? I mean, you know, it's really, you know, he could just say, he's like... Miro is kind of like the warrior of his day right now. Mm, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, where I it's it. like, it's really nonsense, but, like, to some people like me, it's like, hey, this is pretty serious, buddy. You better hope he's not watching you right now, because that's <laughs> fucked. Mm-hmm. You're, you're on a fine line here. But also, to me, it means, well, he believes in God, so, you know, that's mm. good. Um, I, I feel like he really believes these things. Like, he's... Like, that's scary stuff. When somebody's all, like, religious zealot nutcase, you got to be careful with those people. And mm-hmm. that's an interesting character for him to have. Yeah. Especially with that finish. Is he, he, what, he's not calling it the game over anymore, uh, I think. I don't remember. He said game over. I, I think, but like, he... when he when he first came back, uh, not not this time, like, the last time, they, they had a different name for it. Like, like not the redemption or... Or something like that. Well, he's the redeemer, right? So maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. But like, he he still shouts "game over." That's fine. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's he's telling them what's going on, really. Yeah. All right. So back to MJF. Great promo. Great work as always. Um, I think he's right in that he's kind of been carrying the company a lot. Like, okay. War- well, listen. Wait. wait, wait. <laughs> so all right. Every all right. So he okay, he's right in that he hits grand slams every time. What? Yeah, is, when you let him play, right? Would would the people be as behind Wardlow as they are now if not for this MJF storyline? No, certainly not. What was what was the last thing he did? Punk Punk didn't need to be made, but you know MJF certainly held up his half of that feud. What was MJF? Well, he won it. Feud? Right. What was uh, MJ's previous feud? Jericho? Yeah, it's Jericho, though. And he right. did win that one, I think. No, Jericho won. Remember? Jericho, we Jer- were mad that Jericho freaking won. Because it was if Jericho loses, he has to quit. 
Ah, right, right, right. Which is my argument was like that motherfucker, and especially with the shit I've been watching him recently, is like he should have lost. He <laughs> should have lost. This it mm. would have been the best thing for him. Because mm. now he's like a clown, and I can't take it. He's a wizard. That he'll, shoot is, a, he'll shoot fire at your face. Don't bring that shit to me, man. <laughs> I let a lot of stuff slide. <laughs> but you're Chris Jericho. <laughs> Leave that for the Dan House. It's and all fun. That. It's, it's fun. You are I, too old to be I'm, that lame. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, he, not you, him. No, I know. He I is know. too old to be that lame. There, you can age out. Okay, I still got time, but he's I, done. You know what? <laughs> he he's he's in his fifties. He's having fun. Yeah, he's he's like this old dude who's like just trying to hang on by hanging with these young cats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he kind of sees some of himself in or whatever like that, or wants to see some of them in him. But anyway, that's not a problem. Let let's let's all just you know, AEW Galaxy appreciate them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get struck down. You yeah. know, it's it's a it's a it's it's a it's a dangerous game they're playing. Is all I'm saying. It's a dangerous game. You know who expressed interest in being part of the Blackpool Combat Club? Is this part of the news? Mm, actually, it wasn't going to be, but uh, I, oh, I I didn't read it. I just saw a headline, but I'm like, oh, that would be interesting. Oh, clickbait. Okay, well, yeah. go ahead. I, but I didn't click. Okay, well, let's. what's the headline, though? Jamie Hayter. Oh, yeah, I heard that she... Okay, that's the... that. Okay, yeah, that, that rings a bell. I think that, I saw some of that when I was scrolling through my timeline. That could be cool. You know, you got you got the three of them, Jamie Hayter. They, they just need one more for an in-ring talent. Because, like, I'm not saying not Regal, but I don't know if he'll get medically cleared. No, so th- no, Regal. But, yeah. We're done. I mean, I would love to see no, freaking Regal, but no, yeah, I know, no, I know, no. I know, I know, I know. I miss That's the Rick old Flair William country. That's miss, worse than Ric Flair country. I'm. It's not. But I. I miss the old William Regal. I listen. We all miss William Regal, but mm-hmm. he is old William Regal. <laughs> yeah. So it's listen. It's over. You know what I'm saying. You don't want mm-hmm. anything bad to happen to him. It's mm-hmm. like not good. No. Like he's great where he is. Um, Hell, even Punk hurt himself. The dummy. Th- of all the stupid things to do. You know, yeah. and it's like one of those things when you think you're the best wrestler in the world. That's like, yeah, whatever. And you, maybe and he, it's to your detriment. And to and to prove the point, who are his tag partners in that match? F T R, and that's no not what they do. Flips, just fists. Yeah, maybe you don't touch the top rope. Yeah, I get it. You're on fire. You're whatever. You're feeling hot, but look what you did. And I think mm-hmm. he knows that, and that's why he's crying. Because mm-hmm. he knows what he did, he knows that that didn't have to happen. Mm-hmm. He's he knows that and he should fucking know better. God, when he, that's why I made fun of him in the beginning. And probably a lot of AEW people, crackheads got really upset because that didn't have to happen. That didn't have to happen. And you, they they took the belt off Hangman. Which I'm not sure if I think it's the right move. I don't know. We'll talk about that. I have a definitive opinion on that, which I'll get to later. It's very hard for me to have it lately. I know bef- I know there's been times where I'm just like, no, that's the way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe as we talk about it, I'll figure it out for myself. But I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. You Honestly, know, I can, I can actually get to it in, in this next news news item. You know what? I think if that's the way the show's flowing, that's the way the show's flowing. 
So. There you go. So I so I kind of I already mentioned it um, in the post media post pay per view media scrum. When asked about Bischoff's comments on CM Punk not moving the needle, Tony Khan went on on a profanity laced rant about how all the numbers have improved since Punk signed. I have the rant here if we want to hear it. You want to hear it? Uh, they want to hear it. Okay. Here we go. Uh, one second. Just wanted to clear my throat there. Uh, so regarding Bischoff's comments, Tony Khan says, and I quote, That's fucking bullshit. There's only one person that can attest to that. I don't know what other people. I can only attest to what's happened here and public record. And some of these things are a matter of public record. We do have, over the years, a good amount of financial data in pro wrestling. I can tell you, no one wrestler has ever come in and made a bigger plus delta, that means change, financial difference in the history of my company. This is the third year anniversary this week, going into year four. No one person has ever made a more positive impact. We just did a record pay-per-view buy. Every pay-per-view, he's done a four pay-per-view cycle now. Every one of them was the record. Whether it was All Out, where he was a huge part of the draw with Darby. His debut, of course, was a huge thing with First Dance. The biggest Rampage draw in the history of that show. The matches, he carried the Friday Night War, which, by the way, is a matter of public record in fucking court in the state of California. Now, we won the Friday Night War. Just ask Der- Jerry McDevitt, because he fucking wrote it. This guy won it versus Matt Seidel, who's a great wrestler. He had another goddamn great match on Friday night. This fucking guy, he fucking did the Friday Night War. He did the first dance. He's done the record double or nothing. He did the record all out in his debut. He was part of a record full gear and a great match with Eddie Kingston. Fucking, he's wrestled a bunch of young guys and a bunch of veterans in between there. Will Hobbs, Daniel Garcia, goddamn. Then he showed up and did the biggest program in terms of everything. TV, buys, ever with MJF. And then he did the goddamn main event here. He's the biggest part of financial success in the history of this company. Let's fucking go. End quote. I want to, first, before I forget, before I start the insults, <laughs> and uh, talking about what happened after. Oh, okay. The, the night in question, SmackDown wasn't even on Fox. Mm-hmm. If it was on F- FS fucking one, dude. And if you don't think that has an effect on that, you're stupider than you look. So... You can take your public record with Jerry McDevitt and suck a dick, okay? <laughs> if that's your preference. If it's not, whatever. Um, But, like, after that, like, Punk had to shut him up. Did you did you watch it at all? I didn't, I didn't watch. I only heard. I saw Punk's eyes go buggy There's when, a, mm-hmm. like, somewhere in the middle of that rant. I don't remember what, Something, at what point. At one point, he's like, uh, oh, that, like, see how Punk was like, comparing him into a dinosaur that he should just die or whatever. And Tony Khan's like, I don't want anybody to die. And he just starts, <laughs> you know, and then Punk's like, okay, let's, you know, like trying to stop him from talking. Mm-hmm. And like, he just, there's a, there's a bit where he just keeps talking where they're talking about, um, because double or nothing was on the same night as a basketball game. I think mm-hmm. a playoff game or something. No, I think it was, uh, there was the potential for it to be, but they did, uh, sort of an analysis of whether or not it would go to Game 7. And the Game 7 is what what they would have been up against if it went that far. Yeah, and that's why they made it this way. So mm-hmm. that's why it's so freaking late, I think. I don't know. But 
this guy, man, I really and, and that's more evidence that it looks like they were trying to make him try to get him as a TV person. You know, like a like a Mr. McMahon for MJF or whatever. Mr. Magoo? Yes. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Googly. Mr. Magoogly eyes. Uh, he, like, uh, maybe so you say... Not, it rem, he reminds me more of, like, a South Park character. I can see that. Like, with the big, like, like a crazy South Park character guy with those eyes. Yeah, yeah. You see him, crazy. right? Crazy. Uh-huh. I do. I just see it. I yeah. see it. Um... You guys Def- wrestling? De- and and De- I was listening to the scrum. Uh-huh. I'm like, who is this guy? He's talk. It sound he. I'm like, he sounds like some f- like you know how you, um, uh, at WWE Network like or at shows they'll have people come around and they'll interview people. Like, what's what what match you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. He's the guy they're asking a question to. Yeah. And I'm look. That's t- that doesn't sound like a wrestling promoter to me. That, that sounds, sounds like, like someone that belongs on the other side of the barricade. It's yeah. It sounds like an AEW crackhead, mm-hmm. which, like I said before, is a diehard. That is like everything WWE sucks. Everything AEW does is crazy. Is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, sorry to interrupt there. No, it's all right. It's like they need they need a brand officer. They need like a, they had one. They, they had a, a brandy officer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by by the way, in looking at the roster, I can confirm that MJF is no longer there. I can confirm that his merch page is down. All part of the work, obviously, but not directly related to the story. That's expensive. But, yeah, but just something I noticed. Uh, Cody and Brand, you're listed as alumni. Okay. Why wouldn't they be? They are. Well, I think with WWE, after like after someone leaves the company, they'll put them in alumni. But if they sign with um, Impact or AEW, they get removed from the site. Well, they're not WWE, right? So. Like in in a, in in that way, I think um, AEW is more mature than WWE in ways because they just can't stop referring to them. That too, they just can't do it. Even with this Jericho Appreciation Society nonsense, they just can't let it go. Mm-hmm. Also, but but you you notice. Like what, so one thing about like SEO, for instance, search engine opt- optimization is what that is. If you Google Cody Rhodes or Brandy Rhodes, it may be lower on the list, but then at that point, the AEW website is going to come up because they're listed there. And there's a Cody Rhodes action figure in their current series. True. That just came out. Mm-hmm. Um. But um, Ember Moon was recently on some cooking show where like there were other WWE. Yeah, because uh, they're old. They're taped. Like, yeah, you know, before, and that's when she was Ember Moon, but she's not anymore. That's not a, that's a different person entirely. Yeah, it's Athena, the fallen goddess. Yeah, goddess. The wing thing. Yeah. The, okay. The, yeah. Okay. So I'll I'll say this. You remember? Like I never got Ember Moon. I didn't know what she was about, and they really never explained it. This fallen goddess thing, I'm liking more because I'm seeing more like more just general personality come out of her, more of the person. And it's connect. It's connecting better with me than the Ember Moon thing uh, character did. I they I watched. I was at the takeover where she showed up, mm-hmm. and that entrance is the best thing she's ever done. Mm-hmm. Like that specific entrance when she first comes into NXT. Mm-hmm. There's like this red moon that's coming up. Everything's mm-hmm. dark and shit, and she comes out, and I'm like, what "The fuck is this?" She had cool music. What? Yeah, it was great, and then he took it away. And then, yeah. and, and then now it's this. And then, it, you know, 
uh, whatever it was. And then she just like stopped caring um, in certain aspects that I'm not going to say because people get mad and call you misogynist or whatever. But you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. The, the specialist wore off and I don't I don't like I said, it's one of those things where it's like you don't know where the where the pendulum swings to if it's the office not knowing the character or the character not knowing how to convey itself to the office if that makes any fucking sense mm-hmm. i don't know um it's it's hard to know uh right now it seems that she's like they're lining up her up to go with against jade cargo mm-hmm. but like i it, it's i'm gonna wait and see on this because so far like Ruby Soho comes in and it's just not good. They're not treating her right. Like she doesn't come off as a star. You know, she's got, they gave her this great music. She had an actual band. Mm-hmm. She had Rancid play her, play her song. That's their song. Mm-hmm. Play her out. And they still let Britt Baker beat her. And all she had was a shitty former Fozzie guitarist. She shouldn't have got anything. Like, why does she need something? She's going to win anyway. You're just going to have her win. Mm-hmm. You give all of this, oh, this is amazing. And I know I'm cutting ahead, but it's on my mind right now. And now they got them calling themselves the king and queen of hearts, <laughs> holding these titles at the equivalent of the world's greatest Royal Rumble fucking belt. They're not titles, they're trophies. They're treating them like that. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the commentary on it? Like, talking to them like they're actual titles like Adam Cole is treating it like it is hmm. I remember one of the announcers corrected another and, and said it's it's a trophy like it's, it, like it's it's a belt but it's not a title belt it's a trophy belt it doesn't matter man it's In just, that it's, it's awarded to the winner it's not you're okay. the champion and you defend it okay then they shouldn't be wearing them there that's that it should be treated like the the world's greatest Royal Rumble belt. You know what I mean? It's a reward to show that you won it because like they just put your name on the cup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That shit shouldn't be on TV because mm-hmm. it confuses normies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, look, we 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 all oh, we love these guys so much. We want them to have something. They're not champions. On the paper. And what, and what about the champions actual... in our hearts. Yeah, and what about the actual trophy that Martha Hart presented them? We're just never going to see that again? No, like I said, that's the trophy. You put the, the names go on of the right. winners. Yeah, okay. I, I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, okay. Sorry. It's okay. You're not listening. And <laughs> uh, I'm getting Outback Steakhouse ads on this freaking page here. Fucking A, man. The Bloomin' Onion. Crikey, good A. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to work there, people. Um, and that's how you sell it, too. Bloomin' Onion. Eh, crack, crack you day. Yeah, that's not, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's the script. Uh, yeah, it is, it is. You saw it. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, I, them giving Adam Cole the belt gave away the game. Giving him the victory gave away the game. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what was gonna happen. And what? You beat Samoa Joe again. A fuck, again, and clean. God, I, I can't stand the decisions these people make sometimes. Like, what are you doing? I had they a highlight. They should have won both of them. Mm-hmm. I have a red highlight in, I think it's Rampage, where they got to stop getting Samoa Joe beat up. 
This is smoke. Oh yeah. So like. Oh yeah. Pope beat him up, right? Yeah. Well, not Pope, but you know. Lethal. I mean, Jay Lethal. God damn it. Yeah. They they wrapped a chair around. Like, Pope he... came from NWA and he said, "I'm tired of your shit." Yes. It's like, wait, what's he doing here? <laughs> oh, he he came through the forbidden door too. Yeah, it's uh, the forbidden saloon door. Yeah. Because you see them coming. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, from from the beatdown, like, we know eventually he, Joe's going to kick their asses, but, like, every week? Yeah, sometimes they do that stuff, like, where they just can't have a finish. Like, and this goes back. Ruby Soho and Tony Storm beat Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Ruby Soho... Pins Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And then she gets beat up after. Mm-hmm. She can't just win a thing? You beat her on the pay-per-view. Let her have something. It's like, yeah, she won, but she got her ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, man. It's like, don't uh, worry, guys. Don't worry. We don't push all the WWE guys. Some of them, we just basically, they're playing the same spot they were playing where they were before. It's that perpetual meme that if you keep seeing on uh, social media where it's the guy walking with a girlfriend but then the guy's turned to look at this other girl that walked by and it's like the girlfriend looking at him with the look of like what are you looking at is like all the past WWE stars they hired and then the hot girl walking by that he's looking at is you know all the new WWE stars he just hired. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Most times. This is a little different because Johnny... Elite hasn't won a match since he's got there. That's all right. You know what I mean? Oh, he no, I think he has a win on like dark or something. All right. Cuz they they showed right. his record and it was like it was 1 and 2 before Oh, okay. Rampage but like where it counts when most people watch, he's lost. Right. Okay, got it. Got it. Uh so it's interesting since you mentioned uh what like most people watch and everything. I actually have the viewership data here going back to going back a year. Well, look at you. You're a re- regular time-traveling professor or whatever. You get in the Wayback Machine or whatnot. Kind of. So, total. this is total viewership, live and same day. Right? So, people that DVR'd it and watched it the same day. Um, this has all the televised shows. So, Dynamite, Rampage, Impact, New Japan, NXT, Raw, and SmackDown. Um, Dynamite... Is always below Raw and SmackDown. What's interesting to me is SmackDown always gets more viewership than Raw. Well, it's Pat. It's the Pat McAfee effect. It could be. This only goes back a year. I wish it went back a bit further. But, but I, hey, sometimes a year is all you need. Like he's been here. He's missed like one or two days, but still. Yeah, it, like he like he's been there more than a year. But I'm curious and when the that trend. Chief. Right. I'm curious when that trend started. I'm curious if it's if it started like a few weeks or a few months after they switched to three uh, three hour raw, which yeah. is a pain in the ass to watch, as we've said before. I want to also state for the record before we continue, we still have stand and deliver, we have hell in a cell, we have double or nothing. We gotta, we gotta, yeah. we gotta get to these things, guys. We're gonna get to these things. Mm. So. Um, after the post media scrum, someone on on social media, probably Bischoff, pointed out that even with Punk, Dynamite couldn't draw a million viewers this week. Is he right though? Yes. It looks like they're at like nine nine point 
990,000, like 0.99. I but, think humility is important, you know? And they have one, two, they have a few weeks that were above a million for Dynamite. Yeah, but overall, they're not there, right? Right. So, at least for the year, uh, WWE's got the viewership. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, uh, kind of by far. By generally a million, give or take, or more. They, between that, Dynamite and Raw. That can all change, you know. That can all change, uh, depending on the future and how many weeks they're going to to die us the tribal chief. Right. I'm getting very I'm 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 growing through withdrawals here. You know? Yeah. Wheels are falling off. Wheels are falling off. So let's get back on the rails here. Finish up the news. Uh following up from last week, Wrestling Observer noted that WWE has not only suspended both Sasha and Naomi, but that suspension contracts. The suspensions are without pay. Um that's like that I saw was a like speculation that they were they 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 were at least considering it. That would be the move, though. I think it would be. So that mean what that means for anyone that doesn't know is that, um, when if and when Sasha Naomi decided to come back, the amount of time that they were gone, quote unquote, refusing to work, would be added on to the end of their contract. So Naomi's contract was supposed to uh, expire in like two months. She was in the middle of negotiating a new, better contract. When she walked out. I don't think it's going to work out that way unless she throws Sasha on the, under the bus. Right. The only other option is for WWE to just at some point let them go. Right. Which you know WWE is kind of just going to drag it out. Especially since WWE is not losing any money on it anyway. They're not paying them. And not... honestly it's a good learning tool. Right. You know let people know. Listen you try this shit this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah, like, you shouldn't, professionals shouldn't need to be reminded that you need to show up to work, and that, you need to do what you're told. Especially in a business like the wrestling business. Yeah. You know, it's like, listen, it might be a dream job, but job is still in that uh, compound word or whatever. Exactly. Um. So, you still got to do that, and it's about meeting obligations. Yeah. You're not the ultimate warrior in the fucking 90s. Yeah, and especially not for your friggin' uh, pe- petulant attitude. The fans want to see you. Some of them might have paid to see you. And, you, and you're going to pout your lip and walk out and hey, not show that, up for them? If that means Theory gets to wrestle on Hell in a Cell defending the United States Championship, fine. We'll get to Hell in a Cell, too. I got a. That's what I'm saying. I'm just there. saying, like. That's probably what was they could have had the you know what I'm saying like it's interesting that all of a sudden find a mid card title is being defended on a pay per view after yeah, God knows how long it has been a while you know so moving along with the news here because I kind of got the cue from you there dude uh, it's a lot of shit it is because I th- I just remembered NXT yeah <laughs> so we still don't know the extent of Punk's injury what the injury is how long he's going to be out as of this recording there has not been a headline yet. Matt Cardona noted on Twitter that he tore his bicep at last week's GCW Downward Spiral event and that he has to undergo surgery. I haven't seen any updates on whatever championships he has at the moment. Oh, no. I can't believe it. Matt Hardy noted on his podcast that Jeff was knocked out at some point early on in their match at Double or Nothing. Oh, we know. 
We yeah. watched the match. Yeah. So that he says, match was the running shits. He said, <laughs> Jeff doesn't know when it happened or anything that happened after a certain point in the match. I was just going to say, does Jeff know anything? <laughs> no. Matt went on to say that they were telling Jeff all his spots on the fly, including the swanton onto the steps. Oh, okay. So so Matt's like, Jeff, you got to hit a swanton and you're going to land flat on the steps. Yeah, okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. That's the best time to send somebody their spots. They can't make decisions. Uh, that's like when Foley knocked himself out that one time, or I should say the chair landing on his face knocked him out. Yeah, yeah, man. Ugh. And just continuing. You can't just go unconscious, people. You know that's not good. Yeah. WWE announced that they are partnering with Fox Sports reporter Tom Rinaldi and the nature boy himself, Ric Flair, to produce a two-hour documentary on the legend with, quote, never-before-revealed history. I was just going to say, another fucking Ric Flair documentary? Another one, I guess. God. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is the history of the helicopter? Dude, they're not going to talk about that. <laughs> They're not going to talk about it. I don't think they're going to talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> that would be like darker side of the ring. It's darkest side of the ring. Like you're talking to the actual guy, and he's like, yeah, I fucking did it. Mm -hmm. I'm the fucking nature boy, baby. I, I, not not to her, but I did it. Woo. Oh, no, I did it. Watch it fly. They can't do nothing now. They signed an NDA. I don't know, some shit. Yeah. You, you just go off, and then the fucking cops come. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, you scarred this person for life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit of news for now until more breaks. The official WES Twitter account at WES Official TV. Remember the uh, uh, Authors of Pain doing that? Nah. Or uh, whatever. I don't remember what. I think there was a Basement now. Booker's podcast uh, yeah. about a week or two ago. At least two weeks. Anyway, they announced they have to postpone their first event, which was originally set for June 4th. Uh, oh, that's today. Yeah, uh, that is today. Wow. Happy June 4th, everybody. Yeah. There you go. That is being postponed until July 9th. Wow. That's like six days after the best July day. The fourth. Five days, yeah. Yeah. Five days. That's what I said, dummy. Yeah. Yes, it is. God damn it. I know, I know <laughs> math. I learned it from Dupree. He knows math. Max Dupree. Yeah. No, it's Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, I'm never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Real quick. As of last night, because I know some people were like, uh, Moxley's the number one contender now? Anyway, yes. Uh, in order, Moxley you at mean number me. one. Yeah. <laughs> By people, not, you mean me. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure others were thinking that, because on Dynamite, Wardlow was listed as the number one contender. I which, wonder if they did the Rampage match to change that. Probably. Also, which by the way, that shouldn't be the case because this is Wardlow's official first match in AEW. Uh, but apparently he's wrestled on Dark and all that. Right, but this is his fir the first match he's had that's where he's a contracted AEW talent. Yeah, I think a win's a win. I think that's what they're going with. Okay. Like, so number, you know what I mean. I get what you're saying. That's mm -hmm. an issue that they kind of put themselves in with the whole storyline thing. It's like, no, for this, we don't want you to, we don't want you to care about the storyline. Yeah. That's all but bullshit. They they kind of this gotta, is the real stuff. They they got to figure out what they're pushing and they well, it's too hide late. The other shit. 
It's yeah. too late. They should have just been like, you. well, technically he wasn't under contract, but he was still wrestling for the company. He still has wins. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do, and I see that. I'm just like, explain that to us. They should explain yeah, that to us. You know us. what? I'm going to argue that we're boomers or something and that we're just old. God damn and it. it's like one of those things that we should just know. You know? I just want to get younger again so I cannot be a boomer anymore. I would love to go in the opposite direction. Just a little. Uh, just, I, you know, I wouldn't mind being in my 20s. Yeah. It's you know, halfway. I'm not trying to go back to those awkward teen years. Yeah, no. Nah, Before my bones that. started to hurt. Can, I would like to go there. Mm. That I think that's the sweet spot. It's a good one. That's the best. I think that's the best. Like if you're if you're before your bones started to hurt, that's the sweet spot. Well, for me, I just gotta get under one sixty for that. Yeah, but I I even if you're even if you you know down, trust me, it still hurts. What bones hurt? Did your bones? They hurt. You know, Which sometimes bones? they hurt. Look, I don't want to talk about it. All right, All right. you're messing up the fucking uh, narrative I'm doing here. All right, so fucking so, facts and figures. What what? We just finished talking about AEW not getting their shit straight. <laughs> right. So, 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 just real quick, I want I want to run run this down here because uh, a little bit of here is interesting. Your back doesn't hurt sometimes just for no reason. It was a little tight today, but I had the air conditioner on for a long time, and it actually got cold in here because I knew I'd have to shut it for the podcast because it it's too goddamn loud. I don't know. Maybe I'm just broken. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so real quick, top five. Mox at one, Wardlow at two, Hangman at three. Interesting. Adam Cole, baby, at number four. Number five, Jay Lethal. Where's Samojo? I want to see the records. This doesn't have the records here. Maybe he's like right but below him. Maybe if I look at the roster, it'll say. Like, why records. doesn't the record go all the way? I don't understand why it has to be top five or whatever. Let's see, fifteen and two for Cole in twenty twenty two, Hangman Page, and I kind of saw this coming as far as the low numbers. Only seven and three in twenty twenty two. Um, who did I say I want to see? Fuck my fucking brain. I wonder how many Summer of Punk shirts aren't going to get sold now. Yeah, Mox is sixteen and one, which which is which is very good. Jeff Hardy's eight and one. Jay Lethal, 11 and 3. So Lethal has more wins. Lethal has more wins than Jeff Hardy has matches. Where's Wardlow? Right. That's what I want to know. The War Dog, 12 and 2. Wow. Well, he's not ready. We know that. Right. So it doesn't matter. So I, I'm really convinced that they made Moxley fight Garcia. Not just for the storyline, but to like get him back to that, get him to the number one spot. So, because he's ready and he can. Yeah, Samojo five and one, Sammy ten and three, Ricky Starks ten and three. All right. Well, remember we have a whole show to do. We can't just go yeah. down the list for these guys' rankings. Yeah, we're not. Um, closing that. Closing that. In yo house. Not my house. Let's talk about in yo house, which is like an hour or two from now. It is. Uh, Six-man tag. Tony D, Channing, Stax Lorenzo. And oh, it's a stipulation. Yeah, and Troy Two Dimes, Donovan, which is not an Italian name, versus Legato, 
Uh, Santos, Cruz del Toro, and Joaquin Wild, of course. The losing team joins the winning team's stable. Or boys. Or whatever you want to call them. The crew. I want Legato to win. But they're going to give it to the heels. Yes and yes. I don't like it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be kind of like... Uh... And, that's, and that's fucked up for Electra Lopez. Yeah, it is. Because she's not involved in the match. And, you know, they're going to lose it for her. I think yeah, she, I what, think she might, why are they uh, robbing this woman, okay? We're at 2022, and they're robbing this woman of her agency. She yep. don't need no man to decide mm-hmm. her fate. That's right. <laughs> but she got three men deciding her fate. That's right. She don't need no mans. Mm-hmm. Girl? <laughs> uh-uh. All right. Uh, so we agree there. Yeah, um, boy. <laughs> I'm going to run down the list this time because I think that makes more sense. Cameron Grimes was Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. It doesn't matter because Sola Sokoa got next. Like an arcade machine. Yes, and yes. I think Grimes retains so that he can face Solo. I think Melo might get the tap on the shoulder. I, I was thinking that Melo would win. Because he's a heel, and Solo Sokoa will just fight him because it's better when faces fight heels. Because, like, Solo's a face, and so's Cameron. Yeah, uh, Cameron's acting... I'm, I'm seeing little hints of heelishness in Cameron Grimes lately. All right, so either way, it doesn't matter. Because if he wins, then they make him heelish, then he'll still lose the belt. Right. But... Yeah, it'll probably be him, like, maybe ducking him because he did tell him he was next. They could do that if they want. Or he could use Duke Hudson to his advantage. Yeah, yeah, Duke Hudson, who lost and didn't even get an entrance music, huh? No, not even entrance at all? You know, he is not long for this world. And it might not be a bad thing for him. It might be a good thing. Think he'll get cut before Vince calls him up? Maybe. I think he's just tall. He is tall. He's tall and he has an accent. I don't yeah. I don't think too much of him and that might not that's probably like with, you know, what they're choosing to do. Like they're not making the case for him, I think. Yeah, I th- I think I get what you're not saying in that what you're not saying is there's nothing about him other than his height that stands out. There's nothing right. that ma- that makes him, him. Sh- There's nothing that really sells us on him needing to be here. And I'd imagine, you know, yeah, maybe he's probably attractive to some women or whatever, but that's really not the main demographic of the product, right? You know, like mm-hmm. I, I just think they need to book him better. Yeah, that's usually the case for most guys. Yeah, it's just that like there are quite a few really good NXT talent. Right, right now, and they just happen to need they need someone to put put them up against. And Duke is the heel, and they they're having a hard time finding opponents for him that they want to put him over. Yeah, it's mad confusing sometimes. Like they'll do backstage segments. Like, did you catch the backstage segment where uh, it might have been last week? Because I don't think I watched NXT this week. I might have, but I don't know. I might have started it, but there Grayson Waller's in the back, 
And he's like talking to people about you got to go out there, get your opportunities or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and he was putting over Tiffany Stratton, right? Yeah, like she's a real go-getter or something. He called Fallon a horse face. Yeah, and no, yeah. maybe that. Is this the one where um the Jensen Briggs. Like, Briggs is like, we're going to fight you and me. Yeah, yeah, that was this week. Okay, so there in there, there's this rather enormous fellow wearing an Aaliyah shirt. I'm like, is this guy a wrestler or somebody's friend? Yeah. Like, who the fuck is this fat fuck? <laughs> like, you know, I, I, almost, I almost blocked that dude out of my memory. Because he reminds me of people I knew back in the day, like where I used to live in Coney. Yeah, and that wasn't even the Aaliyah the wrestler shirt. That was an Aaliyah the singer shirt, Exactly. Right? It's like, yes. Like, it's, like do you, do, does he know? <laughs> no, he knows. Do, it's in memory of. It says it on there. Right, but it's like it's weird. Like they used to sell like shirts like that. You know what I'm saying? But you know where I'm at on this, right? It's so like, you know what? Something like that. That's how. That's how this fucking Wendy Chu bullshit started. They, do you they, think that's how this Wendy Chu shit started? That is how it started. Remember, she like we. Like she, she was asleep in the background she, of people's promos. Yeah. The and first then pe- time I remember her. When's the first time you remember seeing her? I don't have a specific memory. I think it was probably during a Toxic Attraction promo. They they like they were cutting a promo and like the camera just happens to catch her back there sleeping. And just no one interacts with her, no one reacts to her, nothing. The one I caught, the one that I remember is this is what the Grizzled Young Veterans had stolen the women's tag team championships from Toxic Attraction. Mm-hmm. And because they will like try to show like their uh, parents that they were the champions or whatever. Their grandmas. That was great. Yeah. And behind them, just sleeping on a bench mm-hmm. is Wendy Chu, I guess. Like, because I'm like, yeah. Because I'm like, dude, there's somebody sleeping back there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, dude. <laughs> it's like, yeah. There's someone sleeping back there. And what sucks is we're talking about it. Was she just what... in the shot? Yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. What sucks is we're talking about it, which is what they want. And what I want is a new gimmick for Wendy Chu because this is stupid. It's like, I want to know who that guy is. He's got to be a wrestler because he's big enough where he could be a wrestler. Yeah, he, he's like he's like Jonah, formerly known as uh, Bronson Reed. But I feel like, like he was a lot Biggie Smalls, you know, yeah. than him. Yeah, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, that's interesting. I wonder what that's all about. Like like a little more kingpin than just yeah blob. yeah because yeah yeah even then kingpin's a lot of muscle under all of that that was my so. that was what I was getting at there yeah there you go that makes sense yeah speaking of what I'm getting at let's get to the next match here uh the Creeds versus Pretty Deadly for the tag team championships let me ask you if you know do you remember yes boy yeah do you remember the names of Pretty Deadly uh. T- Two blonde guys. Right. One of them actually has black hair. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they should be two blonde guys. Yeah. Their names are terrible. Elton Prince. Oh, God. Yeah, we know what you're doing there. And Kit Wilson. No relation to anyone I know or the basketball company. Right. Okay. Now, here's what I want. Can, Can we just have the effeminate guys... Not be heels only because they're effeminate. Yeah, like, can we do that? Because like these they guys can aren't still be heels. And, I don't you know. dislike them. I think the gimmick is stupid. I think it's rather black considering the time in which we exist. Exactly. <laughs> it's it, like 
oh, you know what? Maybe maybe it's maybe it's a rib on Von Wagner because they're, they're like the Monday versions of uh, the Blake brothers. Sometimes I feel like when everybody's playing checkers, mm-hmm. you're playing 4D chess. Mm-hmm. You're you're not just playing 4D chess, man. You're you're playing that Star Trek shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. You got that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if I if I had a webcam, I would set that shit up. You set that shit the right the fuck up. Yep. Ne- next uh next house at the house when we get a house. Got to break that shit out. Yeah. So if the Cree brothers lose, they must leave Diamond Mind. Uh, I feel like Pretty Deadly's gonna win because they're breaking up Diamond Mine. Yeah, they should. De- they- it would be the best thing for them, but it might end with them not being there anymore. Right. Watch, we see fucking oh, where they release like another wave of releases. It's them and their poor Ivy Nile, who shouldn't be released. She should be on SmackDown or Raw. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. I Every don't week care. with the Ivy Nile challenge. I'm breaking my old fucking rules. She go, she belongs mm-hmm. like, and, and you could argue, yeah, she needs a little, but a lot of people do, and they're there. Right, Dana Brooke is still fucking there. Tamina is still fucking there. You tell Tamina me, doesn't even look like she wants to be there. You telling me she's out there uh, making out with Tozawa? Lately, she's gotten better. Like yeah. she seems like she's having a good time. Mm-hmm. But like the thing about Ivy Nile is, and I hate this. I hate this word. I hate this saying. JR and to- and um uh Tony Schiavone do this. You know what I'm gonna say. I think maybe you know what I'm gonna say. She's just as good as anyone. What does that even fucking uh, mean? I every time they say that, I'm like, what does that mean? They like What I does think that I, mean? Just as good as anyone. Oh, I, so they're just a person? I think I blocked that out when they say that. You know because it's a thing, right? I'm I, not crazy. They say it a lot. I don't like I don't remember it. Dude, but, but again, it, a lot of times they do that. It's that kind of bad line that says it, it's worse than saying nothing about they the person. Do, exactly. They do that with Jamie Hayter. I think they did it with her this week. That she's just as good as anyone. Yeah. Okay, great. She's just doing what she wants. It's like it's that. Terrible. It's terrible. And, 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 uh, Tell me about going. her accolades. Your AEW, you can freaking you can talk about her time in wherever in progress or wherever the hell she was doing in the UK. Yeah, but she's just as good as anyone. So I whatever, so. she's yeah. average. Yeah, yeah, that's what that means. Um, all oh, right. how, oh, 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 how's that doctor you enter? Yeah, he's just as good as anyone. You should go to him. It's like, <laughs> so why don't I just go to this one? He's closer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty deadly in that. Um, let's do Toxic Attraction versus Katana Chance and Caden Carter, women's tag titles. Why are we even talking about this? Do not take it off Toxic Attraction. It's yet. the stupidest thing to do. Honestly, you, you just renamed Casey Catanzaro to Katana Chance. It's not happening, by the way. That's not happening. That name is not happening. It's a Bad I just, name. Like, I I would think, like, the rule of, like, picking a name for somebody is, like, how would it look on a marquee? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, on, if you, like, if you, one day, this person's going to be a star, can they sell the pay-per-view? Mm-hmm. Which is not what Raquel Rodriguez does for me. Right. It's so basic. And the same goes with what, when it was Raquel Gonzalez. It's like, yeah, okay, great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Um, at, She'll at, be just Raquel soon. Raquel, I think that would Raquel. be better. No, Raquel, a, a Raquel. A young woman's journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, I think just Raquel is better. Like, if they take away the stupid last name that they just gave her, uh, fine. If you do Raquel, you could get Rocky Chance. Yeah. You know? That's easy. The crowd loves chanting Rocky. Exactly. Who doesn't love chanting for Rocky? Mm. It reminds you of the the, 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 the the most famous underdog, Rocky. Yep. From that movie. Rocky. A few of them, I think. <laughs> There's at least seven of them. Beesh. Um. All right. So. Uh, yeah, to- Toxic A should go over. For sure. They better. Man- Mandy Rose has to beat Wendy Chu. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Why are you talking about this? Right. And uh, Braun versus Gacy. If Braun is disqualified, he loses the title. I I think you, gotta, you still got to put Braun over. I think it's got to be Braun Breaker. Like, Joe Gacy's trying to take over the world. He's going to go from NXT to the world, bro. He's skipping a lot of steps. So you got to so, be careful with somebody like that. It's a lot of steps. It's, it's kind of like the meme... Where it's like there's stairs and somebody's trying to climb them, but they like take the one leg and they're like it's going over like five or four steps or something I, like that. Yeah, I think there are so many steps. It's like he's walking up the down escalator. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another good way to put it. Yeah, it's good luck with that, Joe Gacy. But you know what? A hundred percent, these hooded guys are going to get involved, and if not at uh, in your house tonight, then. Uh, Tuesday on NXT. I almost said Wednesday because that's typically when I watch it. Uh, we're gonna f- uh, we're gonna get the big reveal of who they are, and I'm probably not gonna care. Doesn't matter. They're gonna be future victims of the most devastating move of sports entertainment, the FE. Mm-hmm. That's future endeavor for you other normies out there. That's right. Um, yeah. Funny that uh, Ruby Riot, Ruby Soho, changed the name of her. Riot kick to the to the no future. Yeah, that's uh, that's a self inflicted wound. Anyway, what's going on? I like uh, Ruby Soho. Change change to the dark kick. The dark kick. <laughs> Kicking you back to dark when I'm on dynamite, and then when I'm on dark, it's just the dark kick. Just send her a DM. She'll listen. <laughs> she she seems like a nice young lady. She, she, you know, she'll just be sitting on the farm, get a bling on her phone. Who the fuck is Rich that's why, that's why I get mad. <laughs> I get mad because I think she's probably, because from everything I hear, she's like the sweetest, nicest person. And I think she deserves better. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what really bothers me. That's why I was like, why are you doing this? She's so nice. Yeah, And, she, and, and that she, might be to her detriment. That's what they're doing. They're taking advantage of her. And she's an absolute veteran. She, I, I'm pretty sure she's doing this close to 20 years. Just take advantage of that. She's so kind. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be mean to her. I, I don't know. I, I think she'll get the belt eventually. It's just a matter of uh, right now. Shit. Uh, hold on. Who the fuck is the champ? <laughs> oh, Thunder Rosa. <laughs> well, you wouldn't think so. Where is she? Uh, she she just won a big match, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, double or nothing, but she's been disappeared. By the way, so that... Uh, no gear, promo, no nothing. That gear that she wore, she is uh, selling it and donating the proceeds to the victims of the tragic shooting in Texas recently. 
So yeah, good on her. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts mm. and prayers. That was terrible. Uh, that's what you know. That's what happens when we don't plan the shit. All right. Yep. Hell in a cell. Yes. Let's see if anything's been added. Nothing's been added. All right. Let's start at the bottom. I'm so excited about Hell in a Cell. The one Hell in a Cell match. I think it was the right call. I Five Raw matches, right two SmackDown matches. I think it's the right call. When more people watch SmackDown than Raw. That's it. That's amazing. Like, lately, does the brand thing even matter? No, but regularly more people watch SmackDown than Raw by like 200,000 people every week. And yeah, average. I know Vince knows that, but yeah. I don't know what to tell you, sir. It might. It's going to be a good card. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, taking on Seth freaking Rollins in a steel cage match. Will Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, go 3-0 against Seth freaking Rollins, who's sick and tired of the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes? Because everybody used to sing along with Seth Rollins. And all he hears is Cody, Cody, Cody. He's aggravated and he's very upset. I was saying Colby. You were and I heard you. (laughs) And I think he heard you too, which is why he's dressing weirder and weirder. I love it. It's strange. I love it. It's good. It's something. It's It's the main event. It's the main event. It is. Cody's a big star. The tribal with, chief is absent. With Roman taking a break, Cody's the biggest star. It's amazing that they're keeping the belt on him, too. It's plural. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of treating it like it's one belt. Because Drew McIntyre McEntar- called his shot. He did. That he's going to become the undisputed universal WWE champion or whatever. Clash at the castle. Clash at the castle. He's got the home advantage. Well, he's closer. But mm-hmm. the tribal chief sits at the head of all tables. That's right. I got I got my spot cleared for him. All right, so what's the first match on the Hell in a Cell card, sir? Let's talk about uh, the newly announced no-holds-barred match. Don't call him Madcap. Moss versus Happy Corbin. Man, I am so excited. I actually want to see this match mm-hmm. because I hear I, I, I hear the sirens. I'm like, Scott Steiner? No, hmm. it's not Scott Steiner. It's an ambulance. And what's it there for? Is is is, is Corbin bringing in an ambulance because he said that if Moss shows up and doesn't apologize, he's going to be in one? No. Yeah, how, how is that not a setup for an ambulance match, by the way? I know, right? I, I, I really thought that's what they were going to do. If you do no holds barred, you may as well make it an ambulance match. That's what I thought they were going to do when uh, Corbin got confronted by the most incompetent official in the, the history of wrestling. Hey, hey, don't call him that. He'll, he'll, he'll hear you and he'll, he'll tweet you and say, it is official. He'll put me in a match. Yeah. Uh, listen, please don't. Um, <clears throat> but what I meant to say was... Uh, Scrap Daddy himself, he's like, you guys are wrestling. It's going to be a no-holds-barred match. Mm -hmm. But the thing that bothered me is, like, Corbin took Mad Cat Moss two weeks ago out. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anybody try to stop him from doing that. Right. So I kind of see 
I think I get it. I came up with a reason. I don't know if WWE even thought this much about it. Oh, so it's your headcanon. Right. So here's my my headcanon about this. You know, WWE officials now know how far, how heated this is. Like, they saw what Corbin was, what uh, Moss was about to do because Corbin already did it, so they know he's going to get want to get revenge. So they were ready to run out and stop it. Oh, because they've never seen it before. They Well, they didn't know Corbin was going was gonna to go that far with it. But I now mean, that, uh, it's now not that, like he was fast. Right. But they're like, no, he's not going to do that. Oh, shit, he did it. Oh, well, we'll be ready next time. Yeah, I'll let you keep your head catted because those security guys are fast as fuck. Mm. So they could have stopped that if they wanted to. Just see, uh, I know uh, we talked about on Messenger, like, over two messages. But uh, Michael McGillicuddy, Joe Hennig is a, an agent now, as is, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's Arya Davari. I like what people I like and other people have work. That's mm-hmm. good. Always good. All right, so, so I'm going to pick Mad Cat for this one. Same. Even though it's probably going to be Corbin and he's got a new friend or something and it's going to screw him over. But he should just win and be done with him. Yeah. I really thought it was over. I didn't think it was over. Maybe, maybe no, it might actually, be over wait, after I, I was the one that didn't think it was. I thought it was. I didn't think it was going to be over before. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't over. Right. So, whatever. It's not over. It's not over until the bald man sings. A human walking fedora rack, as he <laughs> calls him. Yeah. Next up, we have... What what they, what they call them? Uh, uh, Club Live or something? Finn Balor, AJ, and Liv Morgan against... The Judgment Day. I didn't think they had an official name. They don't, but like they kind of just like called them that on commentary. Or they call them something on commentary. I don't, it was Club something or something club, but it was obviously it wasn't Bullet Club. The only one who could name teams is Matt, Pat McAfee. Yes. He should be the only one allowed to do that. He should be the only one to, allowed to do a lot of things. There's a lot of things that he's good at. Um, pa- Apparently Cole was concerned he'd break his other foot or something. Yeah. Dancing on the table. <laughs> It was funny how he's like, like, because it's like Cole's like, what, 22nd, 20-something anniversary to the day? 25. 25th anniversary to the day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, oh, how he he couldn't get Aaliyah's name right. <laughs> and he's like, he's been doing this for 25 years. He hasn't missed two days. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um. Uh, look, for this Judgment Day nonsense, I really think it's going to be it's going to be them, the Judgment Day. Hmm. And there's going to be and I, I tweeted this because somebody they asked the, the, the WWE official Twitter account tweeted it out who's going to win. And I'm like, it's going to be Judgment Day because they're going to introduce their, their new member, Dillagaff. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. <laughs> This was going to happen. There's no way that they're not going to bring in another guy. Yeah, Edge even... So you know how Edge has been tweeting out pictures of, like, potential Judgment Day members? Yeah, he should have did the one. This would have been great if he would have did... Do you see the MJF meme going around where it's, like, him on Raw and he's got, like, a wig? And it's, like, got a different name on him? Nope. Oh, my God. 
that somebody photoshopped that MJF while Raw. He's wearing glasses and a blonde wig, mm-hmm. and it's, it says like something Max or something like that. Mm-hmm. You should have put him. He should have tweeted that out. Yeah, that would have been fucking funny. That reminds me of something I thought of this week. What? What'd what you think of? So, uh, I mean, obviously they have this other storyline going on right now, but at the moment, MJF and Samoa Joe are under the same roof. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it should be like Tony Khan like demotes him, and he has to do that again. Or like they <laughs> they, they they should have um. Like Samoa Joe, like walking and doing a promo, and just have MJF co- come by walking faster and just push Samoa Joe aside. I mean, they could do that, but I think it it's the the ship is sailed right now because yeah. of what they're doing right now. You know, that'd be kind of yeah. Like, well, yeah, I'm not saying like now, but like eventually, like once once this whole well, yeah. But I, my argument is, I don't know how long Joe's going to do this for. Mm. You know what I mean? I do. Because currently. Um, I saw in a tweet that he's gonna be in a movie or TV show for is it CBS? I think it's for C, for Paramount Plus. Somebody's doing a, a twisted metal movie, hmm. and he it's a co role. So he's basically the physical. He's gonna be the character Sweet Tooth, which is like a killer clown who drives a f- ice cream truck or something in a race. Oh, and wait, twisted metal is a video game. Yes. Oh shit. And it's gonna be voiced by. Bojack Horseman himself, Will Arnett. So, why not use Samoa Joe? You know why. I don't know why. Because he's not an actor. But he acted. At, he was like the shark in 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 something. He's. It's a video game. All right. Oh no, he was the body for um, King Shark. Yeah. Yeah, what but it, dude, this is a movie. They're doing a movie. He's not an actor. Like well, he's the, he's the person. He's kind of like a Darth Vader situation. Well, this is he's the he's the he's the I forgot the first name of the guy, but his last name is Prouse. This is his foot in the door. This is his tooth fairy. No, it's not because he's not acting. He's just a body. That's different. So this is is this. Live action, Maybe it's the David twisted Prowse? metal. Yes. Why would you need a physical person and a man's voice? So if it, so if it's not mocap, then he's doing the physical acting. Well, he yeah, with his body, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's still foot in the door because he's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, who could agree to disagree? Uh, yeah, I I think we're giving this a lot more attention. than I we think it's getting a lot of to. attention. <laughs> I think it's getting a lot of attention. All right. And plus, I could be wrong, and I don't yeah. want to do that. Right. Except for what, I, what I'm what i wrong about losing to you, because mm. I'm going to win. That's right. Not. So, no. Damn for it. the U.S. Championship, <laughs> Theory versus Mustafa Ali. It's going to be Theory. And I, I really wish Mustafa Ali could move on from this and, like, wrestle people. Mm-hmm. Like, why are they doing this to him? I know why. Vince wants to humiliate him. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's for Peacock, by the way, the Samoa Joe thing. Oh, interesting. AEW's Joe Sinoy, Sinoa. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I won't pretend it to It says how to he's set to play the dual role of Sweet Tooth, voiced by Will Arnett mm-hmm. and Peacock's Twisted Metal. 
So there you go, everybody. Mm. I knew Twisted Metal sounded familiar, but I think I, I think I. It's old. I remember the game on. Um, I play PlayStation One, I think. Yes, it is a PlayStation One. It's a PlayStation okay. original. He's almost wow. like a mascot for them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's got a sweet tooth or whatever. Hmm. It's cool. It's got writers from Cobra Kai, so it might be good. Okay, Cobra cool. Kai is a great show. Cool, 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 cool. Yep. So let's see here. Oh, it's a TV show. It's not a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nev Campbell is in it too. I like Nev Campbell. I haven't seen her in a while. She's old. Mm, All right. So, I'm wondering if Theory is going to get DQ'd. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Ali losing to Theory again kind of would just end it. Like, what kind of leg would Ali have to stand on unless he cheats? But if he cheats, you may as well have Theory get DQ'd and continue the feud anyway, right? Why? Like, what What does he get out of this? Like, uh, maybe I missed the episode, I wasn't paying attention, but at no point does Ali get the upper hand. I think that's going to change. Okay, well, you know, you could feel free to, you know, choose Mustafa Ali... Think that I'm might gonna... even win you the match. That might win you the pay-per-view, if I'm yeah. being honest. I, I'm, I'm going to go with Ali. Yeah, I think you should, too. And I'm going to go with Theory. Okay. Got cool. it. All, All right. right. Uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, Ezekiel? Question mark? Or no, Ezekiel. Are we sure it's not Elias? Are you delusional, too? No. Is this a mind virus that Kevin Owens is sending out? Listen, I'm, I'm just saying... We haven't we, we we haven't seen both of them on TV. You know, at the same time. people keep worrying about social media radical, radicalizing people, <laughs> but I I feel like Raw is fucking up some people's heads because they're starting to think that Ezekiel, like you're questioning, Allah Elias is not Ezekiel. It's you. It's Supercard. Like. You don't swap another guy with another guy. Why, so why can you put Elias's picture on Ezekiel? I think it's a programming error because they look so similar. Hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's intentional. It's got to be a bug that they're never going to fix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zeke. Yeah, that's who I got. Hmm. All right. Handicap match: Lashley versus Omos and MVP. Oh, this match sucks. Yeah. Like, you saw it coming. They're like, oh, he's going to name a stipulation. It's like, yeah, it's going to be a triple threat match. Like, what else would it be? Um, This could actually go either way because Lashley doesn't have to pin Omos. Right. You know what? I'm picking Lashley. Same. Because the heels picked a stipulation. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is, you know, tie up Omos outside or something and then pin MVP. Hurt yeah, lock. just like, you know, give him a piece of candy. Ooh, candy. Exactly. That distracts a lot of people. Yeah. For the Raw Women's Championship, 
Uh, there's only two title matches on here. That's crazy. Uh, Bianca defending against Asuka and Becky. Uh, I say give it to Becky Lynch, man. And you know what? Even even so, you know what? I'll never go against her, so I'm picking her. Hmm. I can't do it. This might cost me my championship, but I can't. I won't. I won't do it. I have to be consistent. Man. I think they're going to keep it on Bianca. Okay. You're you're free to make that decision. It might even win you the match. You keep saying that. I mean, it's not not it's a fact. A, right. <laughs> I just know how you like to fuck on my head though. Wretch, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come dude, on, man. dude, we know each other too long. We gotta fuck with each other because I just want. Sane. I just want you to be successful. All right. I'm uh, just trying to help. Yeah, sure. I'm, All right. I'm the government, and I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Main event apparently: Seth freaking Rollins versus Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Cody, right? One hundred percent. The American Nightmare Cody Rhodes is gonna beat Seth freaking Rollins. Cody should his gear should be only blue and white because we know he's gonna add red to it. And that'll be red, white, and blue. Maybe I don't know. Cody's gonna be a bloody mess after this match. One of these idiots or both are gonna be. Because they can't fucking help themselves. I don't. I can't. Remember any specific times that we've seen Seth bloody? Yeah, but these are a lot of, you know, up, you know, one up him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I get a cheese grater, and then you get a cheese grater, and then we bring out the barbed wire, and Seth's like, "What? Huh? Ah, uh, because Cody loves the blood and the guts." You know, blood and guts, you can have blood and guts, but you can't have pancake and syrup. You got to pick one. You know, and Cody, he, he'd rather not eat pancake and syrup. Right. He wants he wants blood in your guts, yours specifically. All right, real quick, let's recap our picks here. Uh, we both got uh, moss. We both got judgment. Hey, I don't today. have moss. There's no moss on me, man. Okay. I'm not moss, man. Jared's got Theory, I got Ali, we both got Zeke, we both got Lashley, I got Bianca, Jared's got Becky, and we both got Cody. All right, let's jump to the highlights and lowlights of the week. This is not going to take too long. First highlight was the Cody-Seth segment from Raw. Very good. Good stuff. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think it was really made, like, it was good, and then... Seth came in, and Seth upped the ante. Yeah, but he did the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, saying, oh, you and your friends, you know, you you tried to to break the throne that I've been building and stuff. You don't get to break the throne and come to the kingdom that I built! Mm -hmm. Like that. But I built! That's 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 the way he does it. That's the way he says it. it. I built! Yeah. Seth, I I think, I think uh, it was sixty forty. Seth uh, was better here than Cody, and that's okay. That yeah, that's fine. You can't you can't win a ball. 
Yeah, uh, Co- Co- Cody wasn't bad. Just Seth was that much better. To me, the rule is if you're WWE referring to AEW, you're punching down. That's what it looks like. That's what I think people think about it like. Hmm. If you if you a that's how the crackheads of AEW treat it. If you if you're AEW and you're talking about WWE, you're punching up. Yeah, you know. One thing I noticed about this week's Raw, but he's spitting facts. It's true, uh, and like he wasn't he wasn't like insulting them really. No, you say you tried. Yeah, you your little friends tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed there are fewer total different segments on Raw. They just, just a bunch of them lasted longer than usual. Mm. I want so they're obviously trying something to get the ratings up because I have a lot fewer notes from Raw than usual. Yeah. So, um, so obviously, so like I said, the segments are lasting longer. I think that might be a good formula. It might be less tiring for us, the viewers. You know? Yeah. Because, like, you know, match, blah, blah, blah. Except for... 24-7 bullshit. Well, no, not that. Um, I have it here. It was posted in one of the groups. Um, breakdown of Raw from... 10.14 p.m. to 10.47. 10.14, there's a recap of Judgment Day feud with AJ Balor and Liv. 10.15, Liv makes her entrance for her match. 10.16, Hell in a Cell promo with Roman's title. 10.17, commercial break. 10.20, they show Titus the Indy 500. 10.21, recap Theory Ali feud from earlier. 10.22, backstage interview with Ali where he's attacked by Theory. 10.23, a ne- uh, talk to to the announcers about what what just happened. 1024, complete rundown of the Hell in a Cell card. 1025, cut back to live in the ring with their music playing for the past 10 minutes. I hate this shit. Hold on. They did this with Cody last week. It, I don't think anything was this bad. 1026, Rhea's entrance gets cut off because the graphic says the match is happening next. 1027, commercial break. 1030, Money in the Bank promo about the location moving and tickets on sale. Uh, announced a segment about Memorial Day, lengthy video package, 10.35. 20 minutes after Liv makes her entrance, the bell finally rings to start the match. Can you imagine being Liv Morgan? Right. 10.35, the match starts. 10.37, commercial break. 10.40, NXT promo. 10.41, the match resumes. 10.44, Liv wins. Imagine being there for this. Holy shit. That's egregious. It is. So, 20 we were getting better with this. 20 minutes after Liv makes her entrance, the match starts. Two That's four. a match. Yeah. You could have had another match. 10:35 the match starts. The match doesn't even last n- 10 minutes. Well, they already used up most of the time that it was supposed to be the match. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Who who's doing? I did. Is it Vince like the guy? Ultimately, like, why would he do this? This doesn't make any sense. You know, it might it might have been rewrites, like last minute rewrites, which always happens. And then they were just like, well, what about, like, Liv's going to be in the ring for this amount of time? He's like, uh, I can't think of anything else, so it's fine. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, uh, we were doing highlights. No other highlights on Raw. Low lights of NXT. Um, so I think you saw some of it. Uh, there was Joe Gacy promo. Oh, like a, well, hold on a second. Lacey Evans was supposed to be on Raw. Oh, uh, no, she not did, anymore. Uh, she, uh, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. She didn't show up, and she mm. said it was because something that happened at NASCAR or whatever. Oh, I didn't hear that part. And then they're like, all right, SmackDown now. And then I'm like, listen, they're going to they're gonna troll us again. Just gonna get to SmackDown like back on Raw. It's like it's it's ping pong. No respect for the character or the person playing the character. I think. I think they just don't know what they're doing. I think that like th- this was the plan, and they're like, you know what? Let's do this, and then they switched it. Like that. that that's. It might have something to do with the Naomi Sasha Banks situation. Like it might, but still, it like to side like. It's in, it's in your hands. Just decide. Because you're literally moving this woman back and forth. You're changing her schedule on the fly like three times in the past four weeks. Hmm. That's no, there's no respect there. It's like just pull her back off TV, go back to showing the vignettes until you make a final decision what you're doing with her. They say, like, don't bring someone to TV if you don't have a plan for them, right? What are they doing with, with with Lacey? More sad stripper stories and weird outfit <sighs> that doesn't fit the sad story you're trying to tell. Well, it does, but it doesn't fit the it's outcome. It's that Vince McMahon meme where he's like sitting in the chair regular. Mm-hmm. The Stacey Keeler dance. That she's, yeah, that she starts talking or whatever, and it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. And, then it, and then you see the outfit, like, oh. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. So, Joe Gacy had a vignette, and then after the vignette, uh, in Braun's locker room, McKenzie asks Braun his reaction. He says he lost title once. He's not going to lose to Gacy. We then hear Joe Gacy's laughter coming over, like, everywhere, and, like, the lights start flickering. So, Braun, like, grabs the TV, lifts it, goes to smash it, whatever, and then he puts it down and tells McKenzie, maybe I am predictable, but it's not a weakness, it's a strength. And I'm going to tear Joe Gacy apart. How is being predictable a strength? I'm sorry, but I could have sworn that this company had only room for one laughing jackass. Now there's two. Um, uh, Damian Priest was doing it too, not just Edge. Well, I was talking, of course, about Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it works better on Seth than anyone else, though. It's retarded. It's stupid. I hate it. It's so stupid. It's not something people actually do. It's like that's all you are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <laughs> it's like that. It's like he had like when he did his part of the promo on Monday, he had like two minutes of lucidity, mm-hmm. and then it just we went back to being the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking about? Braun break a car. Oh yeah, yeah. Being predictable is not a strength ever. Like. That that's how Lex Luthor handles Superman sometimes. Unless, all right. So I'll give him this. Let's say that yes, he's predictable. But let's say Braun knows that, and he knows Joe Gacy is counting on him being predictable. So he's going to change it up and not be predictable. Wouldn't that mean he's unpredictable then? Right. So I could see him not wanting to like reveal 
that strategy that, you know, that completely common sense strategy of, hey, do something that your opponent doesn't think you're going to do. I wish he would have broke out into a Steiner-type promo where he just loses his mind. He's like, well, I'm predictable. But that just means that he thinks he knows what I'm going to do. But I'm not going to do that. But then that's going to make me unpredictable. Joe Casey, in your house, you're not going to predict what I'm telling you unpredictable. I'll see you in your house. Where's that fat ass? <laughs> uh, I would have left it there, but you could add that <laughs> if you want to. He, he's still a face, you know. Every now and then, in Bron, in Bron's locker room, they should show like a, a whiteboard or like a, or like a black a chalkboard or something with just random math on it. And math that doesn't make sense. And so the implication is that he wrote it or his uncle wrote it. But just leave it there and just not mention it. And this is how we call ourselves marks without calling ourselves marks. <laughs> this I is think, how we do it. I think it would be funny. It uh, it is funny, but is that the broad breaker character? I was it hypothetical. Not, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with him. So it's because jangling it's not, keys. You're jangling keys. Yes. Okay, I got it. It's, then if it, that's the case, then I'll accept it. Yeah, it's an Easter egg. It's only there for the fans watching. All right, let's not turn this into Star- Disney Star Wars, okay? okay? We're not jangling keys. It's not the best it, way to carry things. Is that, a, I, is, it, is that a Disney Star Wars character name? Because that absolutely could be. It should be. <laughs> it should be the way they fucking nostalgia bait people and use Easter <laughs> eggs and shit. It should be. Misa Jangling Keys. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jangling Keys. <laughs> All right. The uh. next highlight is another low light: the Women's Championship Summit. It starts out with Wade saying that the contracts were already signed, but Wendy keeps telling them to shut up and just sign the contracts. Mandy then signs it. I thought they were already signed. Wade Barrett told me that. Are you calling Wade Barrett a liar? He can't lie. He's a king. Well, he used to be. Right. Maybe you lie after you're a king? It made the entire segment look stupid. He's a king, not a president. Yeah, it made the whole segment look stupid, right? Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to be, it's a a championship summit. It wasn't a contract signing. Yeah, it's like a, a, hey, you know what I'm going to do to you? You're not going to like what I do to you. Yeah, maybe this is a Vinceism, and like there were rewrites, and it was originally supposed to be a contract signing, but he changed his mind, and word just never got to Barrett or Wendy or Mandy, I guess, or unless Mandy just signed it to get Wendy to st- to shut up about not signing the contracts, and only Mandy signed, uh, Gigi and JC didn't, so I think that is probably a likely theory. Look, ma- I know what happened here. Okay, I know what really happened. You were there. Okay, Vince. Vince, you know, he, he's really proud of himself. He put the little call sheet up to let people know what you're doing. He's doing his Vince McMahon strut. I'm a real genius. Look at this. We're going to have a contract signing or whatever. And he's just walking away. And, like, he sees Cora Jade, and she's like, walks by him. He's like, God, that is so lame. Another contract signing. <laughs> and then Vince is like, oh, I'm, I'm not cool. <laughs> I'll show her. It's <laughs> going to be a summit. <laughs> I'm changing it up. <laughs> And just not tell everybody. We're going <laughs> to shake things up. And not change the other people involved. Right. <laughs> like, that's a, That just feels like a thing that would happen mm-hmm. in my stupid head. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, He's about to be 79. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, honestly, I, 
I think so. Obviously, Mandy was good on the mic for this promo, and she rarely misses. Right. Since she's been in that XT, it's been it's been the best move. Like like you can say what you want about Vince, but this is a good move. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like a lot a lot of her promos, they don't they don't seem to be delivered genuinely. But I, I like I can look past that just because like I she don't know. Looks like someone that. Ha- doesn't have a genuine bone in their body. That's the character to me. Which Yet. is why it doesn't seem genuine. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, everything about you, you, you are a fake ass. Mm. But, like the character, I mean, I'm not saying. Like, right. that's, why, that's why I kind of look at it as a strength, and I don't mm-hmm. see it, like, as a weakness. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with her. Like, she gets a lot of leeway. I think if you take care of yourself, Athena... That you deserve to have, you know, what you have. Mm-hmm. You know, a good brand representation yep. of what a champion is. She's not the best in the ring. But that's not her strength. Her strength is to, you know, being Mandy Rose. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's enough. Yeah. Um, but I got, But I got to say... The the way Wendy Chu was delivering the line of just sign the contract repeatedly, it seemed very on point for her character. Annoying as it was, I feel like that was uh, true to the character, and that even if it's not a contract signing because they've all been signed already, like Wade Barrett told us. Right. Okay. So, regardless of the point of the segment being lost. Somewhere in translation between Vince and execution time, um, I thought that I thought that was uh, true to the character. So even though I don't like the character, the Wendy Chu's character, that was well done on her part. I got we got to move on. We so, are moving on. Uh, next bad segment. It was the next segment. Um, Kiana, I don't remember her last name. I didn't write it down. Comes up to Ivy Nile and asks if, she, if all she does is work out. They bicker back and forth. It's stupid. Kiana is like this sort of professor type statistician thing. Oh, yeah. She knows the numbers. Yeah. The whole segment was painful. Ivy was the least bad part of the segment. But her, but her strength is not talking. Right. Her strength is literally her strength. And her in-ring work is solid. Yeah. I believe her. So she's strong. (laughs) Yes. So that's it for that. Smackdown. When Aaliyah doesn't come out, Shotzi's laughing about it in the ring. And then we see Aaliyah locked in the locker room with a cameraman. That's how we see it. And that's stupid. That poor cameraman. Locked in there with her. He's got. Oh, he, no. He's got to just like keep his eyes closed, hope he's pointing the right, the camera in the right direction, and not in the wrong direction. Oh, actually, look. I don't mean to. You know, I'm gonna break the walls a little bit and let you guys all in on a little secret that I know. Break the walls. Is wall that down. the uh, cameraman? And they have to be men because we're misogynist. Hmm. The cameraman. Um, they're blind. Oh. So the nice. ones that they use specifically, they use blind ones for women's locker rooms. Oh. Cool. So, you know, to to respect them. Mm-hmm. So really they're supposed to like, sometimes there's a lot of panning, but they're able to like get over that. They have some weird technology and oh, they get everything. Probably the, the director's like, okay, stop. 
Well, when you're blind your whole life, you can like pick up the direction the sound's coming from, so they mm. know where to point the camera. True, but they true. have to be talking. Yeah, and they're holding this thing. They're like, what the fuck am I even holding? I don't know what this is. They know what it. Man, you don't know blind <laughs> people. All right, but uh, the only the only good thing about that was that Pat McAfee as he's just freaking awesome. He called them out on the fact that there's a cameraman in the women's locker room. <laughs> he called them out. You're supposed to do stuff like that. I love it. I love it. Pat McAfee, you're a treasure. Please like, keep being you. It's almost like when when Jr. is watching that stupid fucking match that the. Blackpool Combat Club got dragged into, mm-hmm. and, he, and, and they're just laughing. Like, it's a joke to them. It was so bad. But anyway, uh, I don't want to jump glad I, I'm glad I blocked that out. All right, so, oh, uh, Dynamite. Of course, we talk, already talked about MJF's promo. Nothing I need to, nothing I, I that we can add there. That that, but I, I, about. you missed something on SmackDown, and I'm sorry, but I got to have to bring this up. Go for it. The spot where, in the women's match, where Raquel Gonzalez puts Shotzi on top of Natalia. She's covering her. Mm-hmm. The referee doesn't even try to count. That's a pin. So I have a theory here. Now, in a... All right. So except for... You're going to make this way more complicated than it being the ref not treating this like a real match. No. I'm I'm there's precedent for this. Oh boy. Now let's ignore the Cody Rhodes Big Show Intercontinental Championship tables match where Big Show stepped through a table and lost. There have been times That's not this. It's not. But there have been times when in a tables match, if someone puts themselves through the table, it's not counted. Where they where they'll say it has to be an offensive move, right? Okay. Who did Raquel put on top of whom? Shotzi was placed on top of Natalia. Okay, Raquel put Shotzi on top of Natalia. Shotzi didn't put herself in the pinning position. It doesn't matter. Splitting hairs. No, no, no. Actually, I'm the one trying to split. We've hairs. seen matches mm-hmm. where. I think maybe it's tag team matches the, where oh, someone's been mm. knocked out or whatever, and the partner puts them on top of them or something. We've seen it. I don't have the I don't have evidence, but I know I've seen this. That's and true. And the pin is counted. This is a pinfall match. The referee should have counted, or at least attempted to count. That's a very good. That's a very strong counter to my theory. Thank you. I, I I was stewing. Either way. Even Shotzi called it out. <laughs> Either way, a point I'll make is that the only constant in WWE. Hashtag justice for Shotzi. The only constant in WWE is inconsistency. Justice for Shotzi. Listen, Shotzi is absolutely doing the best she can with what she's given. Even Shotzi's though great. the last time she was in the ring with Ronda Rousey. She was used as a prop for a beat-the-clock challenge, and it didn't go well for her. Yeah, now she's got this uh, locked-in-the-closet feud with Aaliyah. I think I think we're going to have a trapped-in-the-closet match coming up. Unfortunately, it won't be at Hell in a Cell. And of course, it's going to be cameraman in the closet. 
There's always a cameraman. They're 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 used for things mm-hmm. like camera manning. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, uh, dynamite highlight is a low light. We already talked about it. Samoa Joe getting attacked. Like, can we stop with this already, please? Uh, that's it for dynamite rampage. You don't think it's a low? Well, oh yeah, we talked about CM Punk. That's a low light. That yes, yeah. Jump. So uh, yeah, so he so Punk from Rampage. Uh, he he has his whole promo. Wheels falling off. He's crying. Yeah, like so, super hard. His eyes are all puffy, like he's been crying for a he while. He mentioned he mentioned that there's a long line of contenders for the title, like Brian Danielson and John Moxley. Why are those the only two names out of your mouth? Because those are going to be the ones that wrestle for the interim championship. <laughs> Why are those the only two names out of your mouth? That's true. You're not even gonna gonna say, "Hey, Hangman really gave me a, a, a run for my money. He yep. deserves a shot at this too." Yep. Very good, Jeff. Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of names you could have put. There's so many, but so like so many. So let's talk about Hangman. I I didn't mention this earlier. I didn't have a chance to mention this. I knew this was going to be a fucking big episode. And I, I like how he never mentioned Samoa Joe either. Right. Especially when during the scrum, they asked him. I th- he doesn't even mention him. I think Joe. I don't. I know he signed to AEW, but I think they're going to move him to ROH once they get ROH. I TV mean, does started. it matter though? Unless like Punk is just being intelligent and not promising a match that could probably never happen. Tony Khan probably. Maybe Punk asked who he could mention. I and, don't think that's the thing that would happen. Eh, who knows? Anyway, um. So I think last Punk is week, better at manipulating Tony Khan than Cody ever was. That's what I feel like their relationship is. CM Punk is a powerful guy. Because Tony I, Khan is such a mark. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's right there. I hate to say it, but he's a, such a goddamn mark. It's anyway. right there. So, last week, in the hype media scrum for Double or Nothing, Tony Khan was talking about he was hyping Hangman Page as the best wrestler in the world right now. Now, we know I'm not a Hangman Page guy. But he's uh, a champion. He should be saying that. Exactly. Keep that in mind. Now I'm going to keep it in my mind. The post-media, post-pay-per-view media scrum. I keep messing up that. Let me ask you a question. One second, one second. Well, Let me get this out. Are we supposed to go through the di- the double or nothing, or we will? Okay, we will briefly, because I, I I know we got to get to we got to get this done. Um, in the in the post pay per view media scrum, he went on that rant about Punk drawing money. At no point did he say Punk is the best in the world. At no point did he say Punk is a even a good wrestler. Tony Khan didn't make any sort of comment about Punk's in-ring ability whatsoever after having beaten the guy that he just called the, the best in the world. I think that is really very, very telling about what is driving this change in direction. Now, there's also a theory that, and obviously this theory is getting swerved with Punk's injury now, but... Moving the title from Hangman to Punk is signifying a change in direction for the company. It's well known, or it was widely theorized, that it was going to be Hangman vs. Kenny 2. We were going to get that rematch. 
or three, whatever it is. Yeah, but who knows how long he's going to be on the shelf for. There's... How long are you going to keep Hangman? I don't think they consider him a draw, honestly. I, I think like... that's why they were quick to take it off of him. I, I get that, but I feel like, th- and I'm going to stand by this, this was their opportunity to solidify Hangman as legit. If you if if you instead put Hangman over Punk, then that that's legitimizing Hangman as the best in the world at the moment. I think he should have won. Uh, I, I I think if he won the match, mm-hmm. um, like just barely, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where he had to dig deep and like really wrestle and prove that he was the best in the world, mm-hmm. and then beat CM Punk. Because if you look at the people he's beaten, it's not impressive. Exactly. Dante Martin, uh, Murder Hawk Monster. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, that was Adam. That, that was uh, uh, Adam like, Cole. Yeah, and not just Adam Cole, but AEW Adam Cole. It's not like it's NXT Adam Cole, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. store brand Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, um, Brian Danielson, one to a draw, mm-hmm. and the other, I guess he beat him. He beat him convincingly. You know, mm-hmm. so well, he pinned him. So. Yeah, but like, why not add him to the list? Why mm-hmm. not have a beat Moxley too? Yeah, at one point. I think, and I'm going to stand by this. I'm not a Hangman guy. It was the wrong move, but and I am a Punk guy. I love Punk. You are a but Punk, n- not this Punk. No, not this I. Punk. I feel like is it was the PG wrong Punk. Yeah. I feel like this is the wrong. It was the wrong move, taking the belt off Hangman and giving it to Punk, and that's. And I felt that before Punk got injured. Now that he's injured, it's just proving like, like, all right, maybe it's proving, not that he's lost a step, but I feel like he's trying shit that he hasn't done in a very long time, and maybe isn't ready to do on prime time just yet. You can't be hanging out with FTR. Mm-hmm. And not follow the rules. Right. Like, do what... Like, you... This was a perfect pairing, and he fucking ruined it. Mm-hmm. I think that's really part of... Like I said before, I think that's part of why he's upset. Yeah. Like, why he's really upset, because he knows he messed up. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. I think I'm turned around a little bit. I'm not as upset with him. And I feel bad for making fun of him, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. So. All right. Even though I really do think he might not be the best guy. But mm-hmm. I feel like he does love wrestling. He just might be a little, li- a li- he's slightly egotistical, but it's an ego business. Mm-hmm. All right. Double or nothing. Real quick. Dan Housen hook over uh, Mark Sterling and Tony Nese. We knew that was going to happen. We talked about, did we not really, 10 power bombs and MJF was done. Uh, Cutler pulled Matt off the apron. Hardy's beat the Bucks anyway with a swanton following Twist of Fate and a side effect. Cool. Jeff was knocked out. I didn't notice. Like, I, I guess I didn't really pick up on the fact that Jeff was. I either he was loopy. I don't remember what exactly because I got to admit I was like multitasking. Mm-hmm. But like, it felt like, you know how like, remember that sting issue? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. either he's off the wagon or he got. He's, he got rocked somehow. Got rocked. Oh, I so I remember thinking this, but this was a, such a long week, I forgot about this. So, the 
My notes for the Bucks versus Hardys match starts with the four words with the ref distracted. Okay. Yeah. My my notes for the next match start with the four words with the ref distracted. That was the um, Anna J Jade Cargo match. So there's a lot of with the ref distracted. My notes for the next match, which is House of Black versus uh, Death Triangle, with the ref distracted. My notes for the next match, which is uh, Adam Cole Bebe versus Samoa Joe, with the ref distracted. That was uh, was it Bobby Fish that got involved? Yeah. Okay. Literally four matches in a row, you have the ref getting distracted. Yeah, maybe that's have a problem. Maybe have a second ref out there. I know it's not quote unquote standard for wrestling, but obviously you got a problem. Yeah, there's a pattern here. Four in a row. Four in a freaking row. Guys, I think there was a multi-person tag match on Dynamite or Rampage. Uh, J- JR is like, there's a lot of people. There's only one ref there? Yeah. <laughs> to quote Jade Cargill, but talking to Tony Khan this time, Tony, cut the shit. Yeah, it's like she wants that on her shirt so bad. She really wants to make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we talked about that. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Stokely and Jade retains, of course. Athena, there's the oh, everyone's eyeballing each other. We know what happens. Uh, Julia Hart, we kind of called it. At least I think you called it. Some long-term storyteller, buddy. Very good. Loving yep. it. Maybe mm-hmm. she shouldn't be smiling as she's, you know, like walking up the ramp, though. But whatever, she's She happy. might be crazy. Could be. I Like, that could be a thing. Uh, so that triangle, blah, blah, blah. We had Adam Cole, Bebe, with the boom. We had, uh, Ruby Soho do the job. Unbelievable. Uh, Martha Hart talked a long time. That, that looked like a giant ribbon, by the way, not a hat. Yeah, Cornette said, and, uh, or his co-host, and I, I just want to say my eyes briefly. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but, like, he was kind of, like, shitting on the, spe- like, what she was saying or whatever, but he's like... You know, it's kind of like she was giving the Hall of Fame speech she was never able to give. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like that kind of thing. So, it's like, okay. I I turned around, too. I was like, all right, then. I guess if you think about it that way. Because I'm like, are we done yet? She's not great at this. (laughs) Uh, And I'll I'll agree with the meme I saw. Better than Dana Warrior. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate Martha Hart because it's like she's not gonna let like a a, like in her mind in her eyes and to her they fucking killed her husband Mm -hmm. and the father of her children yeah as she stuck to her fucking guns and she didn't give them shit Mm -hmm. so and martha didn't ask for this position no uh you know and that's you can't really like fault her for any any decisions she's ever made really right um but i uh I call bullshit on, like, this whole King and Queen of Hearts bullshit. Mm. Owen Hart was the King of Hearts because he won the King of the Ring. Right. This is not King of the Ring. Mm. Yeah, you have brackets, but that's not what this is. There's no crown for you guys. Yeah, you get a trophy. You guys want to be grown a trophy ass, and a belt. grown-ass adults trying to be prom king and queen. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Uh, let's see. Next, we had the uh, little, little three, the six-person mixed tag match. Um, oh, Men of the Year mm-hmm. and Paige Van Zant versus uh, 
the team of uh, Kazarian, uh, and Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I wanted mm. to get it right. Yeah. Look, the best part of the match, and maybe the pay-per-view, was Ty Conti getting kicked in the face. Yeah. You know, I, I got to say that was a high mark for me. Mm-hmm. So, Sam, that's it for Sammy and Kaz. They can't challenge Scorpio for the TNT title. Yep, that's a great way to end that. Mm-hmm. He uh, just gets to beat up on Dante Martin yesterday. <laughs> yep. Kyle vs. Darby was a banger, as I kind of predicted. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, good move putting Kyle over. That, I I don't know. Like, wow, okay, cool. Because I thought he's like a pillar, you know. That's fine, but Kyle, like... No, he's good. Yeah, Ky- Kyle's a wrestler. Did Darby's, Darby's like a young Foley. Did you catch what Tony Schiavone, like, shit on Adam Cole without shitting on Adam Cole directly? Mm, probably, but remind me. It was the match where it was the Young Bucks and Red Dragon, and they're going against uh, Jurassic Express and Darby Allen and Matt Hardy mm-hmm. because Jeff's hurt. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, because earlier on, they're like, Tony's like, why do they keep cut? One Somebody was like, why do you guys keep cut? Oh, uh, JR's like, how does this guy have a job? And okay. Like, I remember that. And, 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 you know, and Cole's like, oh, he's really valuable or whatever. He's like, why do you guys talk down to him so much? He's like, we're going to try to, we're going to keep him in line, just like you. And then in the match, Tony, for, I don't remember how it got to that. He was talking about how out of the, um, what, what are they calling themselves? The, uh, undisputed elite. Mm hmm. That Kyle O'Reilly, in his mind, is the best. He's the best one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know Adam Cole's in it. And right. <laughs> and Cole didn't say shit about it. <laughs> it was oh, like silence after that's un- that. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Even though it's, well, I I guess, it's kind of true. I guess we could imagine Cole just glaring at Shivani. Yeah, I think that, like, of them, Kyle O'Reilly has the most potential, but it sucks that he has no character. Maybe I think Adam Cole is the better character. I agree. Maybe we'll see some more character out of him in AEW since they can co- kind of like write more of their own shit. As opposed oh, you to... mean that he's not just like fighter guy in a jean vest? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle and Darby, Rosa, and Deeb was very good. That was I should... great. I, I think it was messy towards the end, but yep. again, it was like it was late in the match, so you forget yep. it. Yeah, yeah. It was... I was good with it. They like they they're both fucking good. There's more good than bad, and at times I'm like, wait, what is happening? This isn't, but it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Jericho Appreciation Society versus uh, Blackpool Combat Shut Club. The fucking music off. <laughs> that was so stupid. It was. It a... took me out of it. I fucking hated it. It was a tribute to New Jack. I don't care. I know. I don't care. I don't care. If you're gonna do a tribute to Dujack, do it during a good match. It was. It was also. Um, I didn't like this because I. I. I hate that Black Bull Combat Club got dragged into this. Mm-hmm. And had to lose. And had to lose. But they Chris lost Jericho. That clown. The rampage clown. But they at least they lost because of Eddie Kingston. Because oh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston pouring water. All over. It's uh, gasoline. Yeah. Didn't you yeah. smell it? I smelled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole arena was filled with the smell of gasoline. Anyway. No one light a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm. The the best, the only thing that was good about that was Chris Jericho 
saying, what kind of man sets a man on fire? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that's what he does. That was fantastic. Yeah. Well, no, he throws a fireball at them. He doesn't set them on fire. Maybe he was talking about Randy. Maybe. Because Randy did burn a man alive. He did. You know. um, what kind of man burns another man alive? I really like the Anarchy in the Arena match. I, I, the, the, I thought the music added to the chaos at the beginning. And I didn't even see it happen because, like, there was so much fucking happening. But the music finally shut off after someone I don't put like someone through the soundboard. This is not a fucking music video. It's a wrestling match. I hear you. And if you watch it back, which you probably won't, but, like, you watch it back, the commentators, like, they weren't helping. Mm. They just were not helping. Like, it, it, they were treating it like it was a joke. And it's yeah. like, these guys are, like, bleeding. It's a mustard. And, is that JR's? Yeah. Is that my mustard? <laughs> Fucking JR. Yeah. Listen, it, he's he's a good chill. At one point, like Shivani was laughing. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's these. Those are the old school guys, and they know this is dog shit. I liked it. I mean, that's good. I, mean, I didn't. Like I, said, I didn't wrestling, like, yeah, wrestling can be anything. It can. I like the violence of it. Uh, the yeah, end showed you know, uh, Brian Danielson, Brandon Danielson passing out to being choked out with the ring rope that. They had uh, untied earlier. Yeah, it's a good thing he recovered from his near career-ending injuries to mm-hmm. come and do shit like this. Mm-hmm. After that, we had a, a debut. Andrade meets with Roosh El Toro Blanco. To quote the new day. Mm-hmm. Who? Who? So Woo! I think <laughs> because I've never seen it written out or anything, I think it's from uh, Ring of Honor, Rush. Where he writes it in all caps, R-U-S-H. Oh, okay. But they pronounce it Roosh. I don't know why. Maybe they'll tell us. Maybe they won't. All they probably I, won't. All I could hear when it happened was The Rock. Who in the blue hell are you? Right. <laughs> I'm cr- it doesn't matter what your name is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Luchasaurus kicks Jungle Boy. So they're still doing that. They're still showing a little bit of dissension. Uh, Luchasaurus. Oh, that's what I'm looking. You to think do. Jungle Boy and Christian are gonna have a fight because Christian is is doing the thing that he does, and Jungle Boy used to do that too. Yep. You know that's gonna it's gonna be the fight over the stare, the, the fake sun over your eye stare. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, I think ju- the Jungle Boy used both hands or one hand? Because I know Christians always use the one hand. Does Jungle Boy? I don't even remember. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. No, it's when he used to ride the dinosaur. Does he still ride the dinosaur? No. Yeah, because he's Jungle Man now. Right, but Christian put him up on his shoulders. But did he do the thing? I didn't notice. Oh, they should fight over that. That's Any- anyway, the sooner they get Christian off my TV, the better. Yeah. I, and I wanted to mention something about Rampage. I know we're talking about Double or Nothing, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to bring up, I'm getting sick and tired of the Lucha Brothers losing because someone takes their mask off. Mm-hmm. And it's most times against the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. You'd think at this point, they'd keep wearing the backup. Get a chin strap. Because it's happened before. Get yeah. a chin strap. Yeah. Talk or to Ray. A, or come up with a better finish. Hmm. Because this is this has happened before. What bugs me, like I like With I the young bucks. I know. I really like Penta's work. 
I love both of those guys. They're great. Oh, but... oh, oh, Phoenix is fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about Phoenix. Penta needs to stop with the whole Zero Miedo a thousand times in the match and, like, shoving his opponent's face. And if you're his because opponent, that's his maybe thing. And if you're his opponent, maybe don't, don't fucking stand there for it. Yeah, why does everyone? Why they does they like it? to do it? They like to do Seattle Mill. Take it away from them, cause your heels. Are they? No, I'm saying like the Bucks. Oh yeah. Don't like don't literally just stand there for it. Yeah, just like attack them, and then just be like no, you don't get that. We're the kings of California or something. Yeah, something, anything. Don't like don't like he's literally on the Mieto. He shoves your face. With the back of his hand. Hello, you can grab him in a wrist lock right there. Yeah, and it, it's it's already bent the wrong way. All you got to do is go, eh, boom. And hey. I'm going to say something controversial. Since we're jumping around and this is still a reference to the uh, your favorite match at uh, Double or Nothing, Anarchy, the Arena, whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that we need to just, we just need to, we need to put an end. Okay, we need to... St- Chris Jericho's a heel, mm-hmm. and this is controversial. No one's going to like what I'm about to say. And you're probably going to... You're cringing at what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. Use other music. Take it away from them. Yeah. They don't get to sing it. No Judas. Mm-hmm. That's it. You, and in fact, since you want to, like, your sports entertainers, get some generic-type sports entertainer shit. Fucking pay CFOs to make you something. Hmm. They could. And do that instead. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be something just awful, like how they did Shinsuke. Make it poppy. Not not do poppy it. the artist, but like pop-like, pop music. Yeah, something where it was like, remember when they turned Shinsuke heel? Mm-hmm. And they changed his music to like the, with the words in it? And it's like, well, this isn't, like, it wasn't bad, but it's like, it wasn't. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the one we enjoy. It wasn't the one people sing along to in their own way. Mm-hmm. So just take that away from them. It's You're a heel. Yep. You're still trying to be cool mm-hmm. with the people. Very uh, Backstreet Boys gear. Yeah. I thought it was just to highlight the blood. I mean, like, that was probably part of it also. Yeah. That was Jericho didn't bleed. Yeah, that's... It's interesting for a change. Yeah, be careful with the old guy. Yeah. The wizard. Who was the one trapped in a freight elevator with freaking uh, uh, Kingston? Hager, I think. Hmm. Man, if that's the case, then he was the one trapped in there with Hager. Yeah. I wonder if they did that to, you know, highlight your strengths. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that That's what it had to be because, like, Hager got back to the mat, to the match – Earlier than Kingston did, and Kingston came back looking beat the fuck up, and that was with the with the gas can. He might have needed to take a powder. Mm-hmm. That's probably what it was. I can't, man. I'm tired. He's like, hold on, man. I gotta breathe. Where's that gas can? Give me that prop. Is there water filled with water? Or Eddie, Eddie Kingston, who hasn't seen John Moxley in weeks, but he wrestled with him. Listen, Double or nothing. He he, he might have gotten knocked loopy. No, I just think he misses drinking with him because he's sober now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like they haven't gone out partying in weeks. Listen, yeah. Mox is looking good. He's trimming. He's trimmed down. Yeah, he's getting back to the way he was when he came back and he was feuding with uh, Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. when he came back to save Seth. Yup, that was good. The mm. the he's got a lunatic in his corner or something like that. 
Indeed. Um, all right. Of course, last match, Hangman versus Punk. We talked about it. It was. I I'm gonna stand by it. It was the wrong call. I think you should have done, um, Hangman versus Kenny whenever the hell Kenny got back. Like line like line up good contenders for Hangman. Build him up because by building your homegrown talent, you know we know he did New Japan, but obviously you know a lot of the American market doesn't watch that. Um, build him up. You know, get get him that credibility. Have him beat Punk. Have him beat this guy and that guy. Have him beat Hobbs. Have him beat Starks. You know, you keep going. And then Kenny. And it's like, well, well who's going to win? Kenny, Kenny's Kenny's not hurt now. He was he was hurt in that, the last meeting when he lost. And Hangman goes over Kenny. And then after that, you, you take the belt off and give it to like... Like at that point, fine, you can give it to Punk. Not now. Punk's not even there a year. Come on. Well, you see him, Punk. How long did you think he was going to be there without being a champion? There there have been five AEW world champions at this point. Three of them have been our ex-WWE. I know everyone comes from somewhere. But, come on, Tony. Build your brand. He's not building his brand. He's not even build a bear workshop. I just right. went with building. Yeah, you know? I I think I made all the freaking points I wanted to make about that. I like I I I really like CM Punk. I'm generally not a fan of Hangman Page, but I think taking the belt off of Page to give to Punk was the wrong call. And I'm gonna stand by that probably for a very very long time. Yeah, well now, you know, we don't have a choice but to live with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Any new news? Uh, headline here, on Anderson comments on having to learn how to breathe all over again due to COVID-19. Guess he got that. That oh. sucks, man. Mm-hmm. Booker T talks about Hangman's uh, championship run and Punk win the title. See. Book T says CM Punk is definitely the guy. Nope, disagree. Uh, close that. Well, you know, there. did you know you could make like categories for tabs or something like groups? I did not. Yeah, that you can group your tabs now. I only pretty recently started pinning. I like, I, I have so many. Oh, op- uh, I'm yeah. Grouping yeah, but now help. now you can add tabs. I don't know if. Well, you use Google Chrome, right? Yeah. If you right-click, it should be an option on the tab thing. Uh, for Add me, tab to new group. I see it. There you go. Now you can make a group like wrestling tabs, you know, whatever. That's a PSA for everybody out there, too. Nice. You know, if you're, if you're a crackhead like Rich DeRiz or tabhead. I have tabhead like Rich DeRiz. I have more tabs open than my computer can show me. Yeah, bro, you're a tab head. You might want to like, you know, take the time to do that. That might even that might help you a let, lot. Let, let, the last time I closed and had to reopen, it said I had 108 tabs open. And and now you can have like 50 groups or whatever instead. It'll probably be like six groups. Okay. See? <laughs> there you go. Wrestling, gaming, 
YouTube and uh, shopping. It's time for and other to, shit. It's time for you to leave the dark ages and join the rest of us. Uh, speaking of leaving the dark ages, are we ready to? Are we Get ready to watch in here? your house? Yeah, I gotta go watch in your house while I fucking edit a podcast. That's fair. Uh, All right. Listen, if anything, put it up afterwards. Listen, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my due diligence to get to the basement bookiverse because I care. I care about the basement bookiverse, and as your champion, now, then, and forever, I will do my best. But. You, you, you certainly are the people's champion, then, now, and forever. I am the people champion. I then, think. Now, I, I think. I think after tomorrow, we will have a new basement champion. And I, I think. I think you're wrong, but we'll see. With that being said, let's run through. If you want to get in touch with the Basin Bookers, you can email us, basinbookers at gmail.com. We would love to hear your thoughts. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us your Only theory. Your thoughts about wrestling. I don't want to. A lot of you guys are sick. You're yeah, keep, sick. Keep, keep it wrestling related or, or <laughs> like even loosely related to wrestling. Um, let us know what you think, Punk or Hangman. Let us know uh, what you think about uh, Punk's injury and. Any other stupid decision Tony Khan makes? What what strain of coke do you think he's on? Let us know. Let's let's hear it. Um, <laughs> I was a little that was a little uh, out there. Anyway, uh, it's okay. It's also I a little on, out there. It's a little on the nose and in the nose. I live out there. I uh, know you do. Uh, as far as uh, social media, we got it all. Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, that's the wrong thing I'm saying because I'm freaking ADD'd. Uh, social media. Twitter, at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jair, at Rich the Riz, Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod. I feel like I'm missing one. Facebook. Uh, we got we got Facebook page, Basement Bookers. You can also find this podcast on the Facebook page as well as Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What social media am I forgetting? I don't think maybe. I, I don't know. I'm We're old. just the Basement Bookers pretty much everywhere. <sighs> yeah, you'll find us. Just Google it. And... Just got this party message, finally. Well, if you made it this far, then I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the Basement Bookers podcast. Because, you know, the ma- you, you could you could have been doing anything else, but here you are. You're probably doing something else, because this is good for multitasking. You want to listen to something, you know? If you're good at multitasking, I'm if not. You're, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're anyone but rich. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Match of Life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers.